0: The other day, I stumbled upon a uh, a Reddit post that I wanted to, that I thought was a great idea. It was on the movies board, and uh, I just thought this was a great topic. So this was, uh, don't throw money away, was the the username. But uh, the question was, you can swap an actor out of a movie for another actor, but you have to keep the first name the same, like Adam Driver for Adam Sandler, all right? So Mm. this person was like, I'd pay a lot of money to see Tom Hanks as Venom. Right. <laughs> so I was trying to think of like, a, there's so many names, obviously common names with actors and stuff. I was trying to think of a good one, but uh, I think that's a good one to start. Uh, Tom Hanks as Venom would be, would be pretty fucking great.
1: You so it be, so it's like Tom Hardy with Tom right? Hanks. That, yeah. So switch a
0: movie that has Tom Hardy in it. Goddamn.
2: Okay. I think I've mm-hmm. got one. Yeah. Go for it. Right. So the it remakes with Bill Skarsgård uh-huh. as Pennywise, right? Swap. Bill Skarsgard out for Billy Crystal.
3: <laughs> oh, I Let's like get wild.
2: That. I, like I love that. it. Or, he's got the hair or for it. you could do like if we can shorten William to Billy mm. or Bill. Uh you could do like Bill Shatner,
0: you know? Oh, okay. hmm Man, I really I like I I'd stick with the Billy Crystal, though. I think that would uh cause he's already funny. Clowns can be yeah. funny, but this one's scary. But uh that would mm-hmm. be like a turn. That'd be like um you know, I love when like comedic actors like Will Ferrell shows up like in a in a drama and uh, and you get to see like their chops are like uh you know uh, other people. I don't know, I just lost my train of thought. That was great. But uh, <laughs> uh yeah, Let's it's see. like uh, it's kind of like that. Going going from comedy to to horror would be quite, quite amazing to see Billy Crystal do. I got another one. All okay. right. You're so Jaws. This, yeah.
2: You swap out Bruce the Shark for Bruce Willis. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: yippee Kaye. I like that one. Yeah. Keep the same music.
0: Same music. Of yeah, course, everything exactly. else is the same. Or,
2: or you can, like, swap. You do a remix with the Jaws theme mixed with the, like, moonlighting theme. Oh, yeah. Just, so like, throw them in there, you know? I like that. Yeah.
0: Would he be Bruce Willis-sized or would he be Bruce the shark-sized? Because that ending scene, spoilers for Jaws, who those haven't seen it, but if you mm-hmm. could, uh, you know, there's that part where he's chomping at the back of the boat. If it was a <laughs> yeah. giant Bruce Willis head that that... That quit fell into they'd be pretty fucking amazing, right?
2: I'd say you use miniatures, right? Guy. And then you do like in-camera tricks, right, uh, to make it seem like Bruce Willis is giant. I think Man, that I works the that. best. I love that idea. Yeah. I
0: think that one's really good. that's a winner right there.
2: You swap out the shark and the Meg with Meg Ryan. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. I can't
0: think of a single one. I don't know about you, mate. but Brent is on a <laughs> yeah. roll. And I love yeah, it. Yeah,
1: this is this is fucking hard. I was gonna it's say hard. like I've got I'll go topical and say Oppenheimer and replace Killian Murphy with Cat William Cat Williams. <laughs> but I think, I think Cat Williams is spelled with a K. It is. Yeah, so that doesn't work. No, I don't I'm know not anyone
2: else named Killian. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I was like, what a fucking one to choose, Mitch. I'm just, like, trying to find, like, something <laughs> to be semi-topical.
2: <laughs> I guess I'm, like, kind of trying to lean into the most ridiculous version right. of a thing, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's see. It's kind of uh, tough, there got to be though. some like, good ones in there, right? Because I, I kind of, my brain immediately wants to go to, like, character names, but that's not the exercise, right? Yeah. Right. It's the
0: actor's name. It's like I'm i I'm forgetting so many right now too. I was looking up like like Ryan actors and I was like, Yeah, they all a lot of the Ryan actors I know look exactly the same. Like they're pretty much
3: yeah. interchangeable,
1: so that one doesn't Can help we, me. Mm-hmm. Can we do Alive or Dead? Uh yeah, I'd say so. Like, Absolutely. So another topical one just because they're two most popular movies on the fucking planet right now, but Barbie replaced mm. Margot Robbie with Mark Margolis from uh Breaking <laughs> Bad. He just passed away. He's the one that the Wait, the, is bell. He the
0: ding ding ding? Oh, <laughs>
1: barbie can do anything <laughs> yeah exactly this barbie's got a bell <laughs> this barbie's got a meth empire oh my god
0: <laughs> all right i got i got i got one uh okay yeah spider-man any, any of the new mm-hmm. ones just say homecoming all right but replace tom holland for tom Selleck. Mm. wow i like it mustache or nay keep the mustache yeah here's what we you do you can see it under the mask <laughs> We yes, you
2: CGI <laughs> that over his mask, yeah, and right no right, one so. even like mentions it.
3: I love
0: it.
2: It's like who could this sp- spider could boy Campbell's. possibly be? You know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man, I like this game though. I think it is kind of hard in the moment. Um, I, I probably yeah. should have given you some warning, but uh, you know, I just wanted a little fun game. I saw it the other day, and I was like, man, that's a good one. A lot of the movies questions on Reddit have been annoying me lately. I've been trying to shift more over to to Letterbox to get my kind of movie fix from from people because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those fuckers just ask the dumbest fucking questions they'll be like has anyone ever seen jaws and it's like fuck yes everybody's seen yeah. jaws motherfucker get out of here but that one was a good yeah. one i thought so right it's a pretty dark place it's gotten worse <laughs> too man i feel <laughs> yeah. it's gotten so dumb i feel like it's, it's like facebook and i quit facebook a long time ago oh, so now i'm feeling like i want to quit this too but yeah
1: i'm just Let's on see. the cusp of deleting my facebook oh yeah that's the problem. It's like when you live, like when you move away from home, it's like, that's my way of keeping in touch with a lot of people. But I'm also like, but mm, right. do I want to keep in touch with you? <laughs> uh, honestly, like, I know we're family, they, but yeah, it,
2: sorry, mom, if they want, if they say they want to keep in touch and they haven't started a podcast and had it's you true. on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that relationship even real?
1: With the times people. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> I, keep... I
2: got one final one. Oh, I got please. one final yeah, one here. Yeah, please. Uh, so you take Freddy Krueger, swap out Robert England for Robert Downey Jr.
0: Oh mm. back in the eighties when he's younger? Or do you do I, it like when you keep the Dealer's beard. choice? Dealer's okay. choice.
3: Deal it'd be
2: now, it'd be later. What about uh it could be now and later? Robert Redford. I thought about that or Robert De Niro. Mm. Uh, I was just looking up celebrity Roberts. <laughs> so Right. That's right. You're,
1: you're dreaming. It's a it's a nightmare <laughs> and you're laughing. <laughs> it's a nightmare <laughs> and you're laughing. Sorry, that's a terrible De Niro. <laughs> But it was bold, and I loved it. It was fantastic. I have nipples, Nancy, can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, that's that's definitely the winner. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Stephen.
2: I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And today, our good pal Mitch Oliver from the Chair Table rejoins us to uh, talk that shit. Oh, yeah, Mitch, yeah. welcome back.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, gentlemen. I'm always excited to be back. And this Excellent. is a weird, it's a, like, it's a nice one for me to come on, uh, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't get to talk about this stuff all that often, uh, but at one point in my life, I was, uh, I was somewhat of a weeb myself, so.
3: Mm. oh, I, really?
1: I, yeah, I, I was very big into all this stuff, now it's been, like, many, many years, and now I've right. been going through your guys' a series, and awesome. I don't know if you saw, like, on Letterboxd, like, I've been going through all yep. the movies again. Yeah, so have been enjoying. way, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a couple I still haven't even logged that I watched, but, awesome. uh. Yeah, no, I'm excited to to be here for maybe my least favorite of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> good, we had you on this one. I, I still Look, like. I still like yeah, it. It's still good. Right. We'll get to that. But like, okay, you know, Princess Mononoke is like yeah. that's like a top twenty movie for me. Like, oh, right on. It's, that's like I was like a life changing movie. Yeah. Look, did we
2: panic when casting guests for this series? <laughs> yeah. We did a lot, you know? But uh, we appreciate you taking your time to Absolutely. come on here and be willing to talk about this movie. That's not Aquaman, which you've been on to discuss before, but right. it's basically it's the basically same thing. If you've seen, yeah, that's right. you seen Aquaman, you've seen Ponyo. I think we exactly. can all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, you've also directed a little short film called The Druid's Hand. Yes, got the the finest monster of all time in there,
3: <laughs> Rose. Rose,
2: right? Yeah. I, I've you know through Zoom, uh, Stephen and I, we uh, we uh, plus your Kickstarter, we got uh, to do a Zoom call uh, mm-hmm. with you and the cast and everything. Thank you and uh, so I've met the actress through that lovely woman, but I'm talking about specifically the character, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, well, that w- that was by design. Like I was trying. I was like, how can I make brent hibbert sexually attracted <laughs> to this demon
2: you did you nailed yeah. it fucking nailed it dude I just talked. like uh just the 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 coal black skin mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and just like and the eyes the mucky
1: hair oh, yeah. oh to yeah like
2: to, to you know just fuck me up a little bit you know yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah it was all yeah. for talked you
1: yeah, this yeah. is the longest con i did the honestly did the whole film just for that
2: i thought so this was I all just
1: so. a joke on brent
2: well, the jokes you know, on you! I think, and look laughing it. now. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> No, it's a a tremendous uh, short <clears throat> film. Stephen and I have raved about it yeah, uh, over it the, the past year. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it is available on YouTube. We'll uh, put a link in this show description so people can just immediately go there and watch it if they haven't already. Uh, but it is a a wonderful short film, and uh, kudos to you for that. You, you and your your pal uh, uh, Jambi. Just, yeah, I want to say Jambi, oh, but okay. I know his name is Jesse, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. I just yeah. saw him. Uh, he was here last weekend. Him and his partner Ray, uh, who also helped on the film, and they How were cool. in Vancouver. Yeah, they were in Vancouver, and we like didn't even realize it. We're like, "Holy shit! It's the two year anniversary of the day we went to camera for ten. So two was like, years.
0: That's crazy. Yeah,
1: I know. It's it's disgusting. Like as you get, <laughs> like you guys know, like isn't it crazy though? As you get older, time does just speed up. Like, oh, i know it's such a boomer thing to say
0: but like, <laughs> it's fucking it's august get... how the fuck
1: like i Dude, swear we just this started year. this year yeah yeah i feel like summer hasn't even started yet and we're almost at halloween um yeah. which i'm like you know not upset about the halloween thing but sure mm-hmm. i'm not ready for uh the six months of rain and no sun <laughs> that's what <Uh-oh>. vancouver is like <laughs> is it nice um, there in really? summer up, up in vancouver oh it's it's the most beautiful place Oof. like summers here are unreal Um, like I still prefer a year round, like I come from minus 40 weather in Saskatchewan and like, you know, four feet of snow is normal. That's
2: weird. I think we're having some audio issues. It sounds like you said minus 40 degree weather, (laughs) which cannot possibly exist.
1: Degrees Celsius. Still, so I still, still don't know what yeah. that means. I don't know yeah. what
2: that means. I take it a disrespect. We, yeah. I hate it.
1: No, like Saskatoon or Saskatchewan in general gener- like genuinely broke the record for the coldest place on earth two years in a row, um, like the two years leading up to me moving out here. So not to brag about that, but we were colder than the moon in Siberia. <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And that's when I was like, I was working a trades job. So I was like outside on a fucking 45 foot fork, like a lift up holding metal fucking pipe wrenches it was terrible that, that's how you end up losing your mind and chasing your dreams that's wild <laughs> gotta, you gotta hit the absolute rock bottom right <laughs> <laughs> uh i do have to say brent i looked up
0: uh mm-hmm. celsius to fahrenheit to figure that out and
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, i'm trusting this because it's google uh, i'm trusting it it says negative negative 40 degrees celsius is negative 40 degrees fahrenheit because the what? formula yeah the formula uh, makes it that way. I don't know. There's something about that number that they e- they equal up to each other. So either way, we know that's fucking cold. Yeah. Hmm. And no, I can't like, believe you even lived there. That's wild. That oh, it's one of those
1: places. Yeah, it's crazy that people still live there. But that's the thing is, like the summers there are incredible too. Like it's gotcha. super hot in the summer, freezing cold in the winter. People get used to it though, and um, you know, it's it's where they they breed the real men in Saskatchewan. <laughs> the texas chainsaws place, the yeah it's a place where the going limerjacks. outside literally hurts your face wow it yeah hurts that's not good no, thanks man.
0: it's been so hot i think in oklahoma as well where bren is at uh, mm-hmm. down here in texas it is so hot here that my grass has just completely died and the only good thing i can say about that is that i haven't really had to mow for an entire month because it just won't grow and uh mm-hmm. and i'm glad because it's like 105 out there and our our summers are just brutal but the the falls yeah. and springs are better and the winter is, mm-hmm. is mild so we get that but uh i i long for a place that i could actually go outside during the summer and like hike or have an adventure or something you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah but that sucks fair. i i did uh my wife and i we got out here and did a bunch of yard work this morning just to get it out of the way because it's going to be in the triple digits yeah. for the next like eight days. So uh, we got out there. It was only a cool like 88 degrees when we started working. Warmed up to about 93 by the yeah. time we were done. I was just drenched in sweat. Seventy percent. High of today. <laughs> high of today is 106. So Oof. it's not even the the highest hottest part of the day yet. So this is great. It's all going well. Uh, whatever <laughs> we're doing to the atmosphere, clearly working out. California's keep water.
0: Like, uh, we're recording <laughs> this Sunday when that, that hit land. So yeah, it's pretty crazy there too. The hurricane? Yeah. Did it it's hit? It? Uh, Did California I, I think it's like kind of rolling in right now. Uh, our buddy who's on last episode, Sanchez, uh, Daniel, lives in Southern yeah. California. So I, I texted him this morning. I was like, Whoa, aren't you in the path of that? And he said so far, it's just raining off and on, but, uh, they're, they're saying they're going to get like a year's worth of rain in one day, which is fucking crazy. So, uh, maybe by the time this airs. Uh, I don't know what will happen. We've we've done that before and and messed up whenever Hurricane Harvey hit us, and we were like, "Oh, it's fine." And then like days later, it was like, "Oh, everything's fucked." So Mm -hmm. hopefully, California is all right. But uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy out there, man.
1: Not to make light of that, but Harvey—that's a weird hurricane name. (laughs) Yeah, you know
0: Hillary and Harvey. uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: you you do your things.
0: I thought they usually do. Yeah, why is that? Women, though, that's interesting. I don't know why. And why is
2: it two H's in a row? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't they like move on on to the next letter?
0: Yeah. But they didn't. The Hurricanes can't spell. They can't read like Brent. Oh my god! I know that's I why you're nerd. friends with Hurricanes
2: again. I'm the problem.
0: <laughs> I, I did want to say, I I... Uh, going back a, a few steps from what we were talking about, the Druids hand, uh, Mitch. I was wondering what you were working on uh, next, if if anything that you can say, if we're just having a good time. But uh, you had sent me graciously uh, uh, some sort of uh, thing for your next project, uh, like a presentation. Yeah, pitch deck. Uh, yeah, and I I was gonna I sent it to Brent, but he I I don't think you've looked at it yet. Because you want me to look at it I with you so I can read it to you, right? Is that, is that the case? Yes, yeah.
2: I want you yeah. to read it to me as I'm going to sleep. I'll have my laptop open. <laughs> you just read it to me. it be comforting to you. But uh, yeah, did you yeah, want to I'll show about- you every now and then, but <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> did you want to talk about uh, anything you're coming up? or? Uh, yeah,
1: what? I don't know. It's all just... Uh, it's I've been keeping extremely busy trying to get my next project off the ground, and that's right. the one that I sent to you. And honestly, like that pitch deck was made about five months ago when mm. it was just going to be a short film and i'm still writing it as a short film but also as a feature film now cool uh so mm. yeah i've had uh brought on a my producer as a writing partner on this one as well and awesome. we've been going hard on it like every single weekend for the last four months we're at 100 pages we're getting into our second draft now Sweet. so i'm very excited about that and then the plan is to just go out and pitch it and hopefully make something even wow. if we start start with a short first, but we want to have the mm-hmm. feature in place, ready to go.
2: How many drafts did it take for you to get the finalized script for the Druid's
1: Hand? So that was the first. Did we took? It was like the second draft. <laughs> we, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. one of those things that, like, you know, I've learned a lot since then. Right. I'm on, mm-hmm. like, honestly, the, the sh- I already have the short film for this next one written, and I've done like nine drafts on that thing. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's you know standard what you should be doing is you know constantly combing it over and trying to finesse and make it as good as it can be uh but jesse and i did the druid's hand on such a time crunch and also like i'm still like i'm extremely proud of what we did but uh it was very much our first film Mm -hmm. so
0: learned uh, from it a lot yeah. yeah
1: learned a lot from that but yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome well i i'm sure you're
0: like two years ago that's crazy that's when you guys shot that i'm sure you're you're itching to to get more out there again uh get behind the camera again so
1: yeah we're building a team we got a really good story like something that i'm really excited about and proud of and uh basically the most like in a nutshell i can just say it's a pacific northwest based ghost story sweet so it's going to be very spooky
2: is it going to be set in canada
1: yeah specifically yeah, it'll be okay. like it'll be set around like it, you know, around where I live now, like in mm-hmm. Vancouver and mm-hmm. just on the outside in in the woods. Wait, is the ghost you? No, the ghost is oh, not okay. Me. Okay.
2: Mitch, you you're on a podcast. That means you're under oath.
1: <laughs> if you're a ghost, you have to tell me. Are you dead? I'm not a ghost. Nope, not yet. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly I'm hoping this will be the one that puts me it, in though. the ground. <laughs>
0: uh well that's rad man i'm really looking forward to seeing whatever uh else you do because uh so far it's mm-hmm. been great to follow your journey and uh and see see what mm-hmm. you're working on so uh, yeah, it. I will, i'll you. read that to you eventually yeah but oh thank it, you so yeah.
2: much thank you so much i appreciate it i it, it really does feel uh greedily enough for me because i know you and we're friends uh your success is my success but without me having to do anything so this is great for me you know I know it sucks for you to have to like go through each excruciating step and sure it's very rewarding for you at the end but it's great for me the entire time Mm -hmm, you know so just keep that in mind you know and when Rose shows up in this next movie you know yeah you know give her a little bit of (laughs) extra juice you know you know what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah I'll let her I'll let her know
2: yeah (laughs) send her my myspace page
1: (laughs) oh that'll really get her what's your myspace song like what's the song Uh, you have playing oh my god like i mean it's gotta be like biscuit hey but at that time Uh, probably which one yeah yeah uh
2: i don't know man i can't remember that that far i remember like customizing like the background Uh like everything was customized it was just a fucking nightmare to look at But I don't remember which kind of is that a little bit. So. Everything looked yeah. like
1: a Hello Kitty bag. <laughs> 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 that era. <laughs>
0: yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah. I wish I had access to, to my old one just to see it. Oh, uh, dude. It feels like a long lost thing, right? When I had a friend find mine, like, it would have been like, fuck, eight years ago at this point. So like three hours mm-hmm. ago um right but yeah she found it and sent it to me and i was like i could not have rushed to a computer fast enough to get that thing taken down oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah <laughs> so i got oh, it taken down oh yeah i got it taken down that day i was oh, like okay, i can't yeah. remember remember my login but i like email this is when they were still like a website right so I had to email them, and be like yeah no i don't want this out there take this down right now <laughs> just embarrassing it was just stuff.
2: like you emailing justin timberlake directly He's yeah. like, oh god, we lost another one. I really
1: thought buying this was gonna <laughs>
2: take
3: the world it by storm.
1: Fucking, how much of a dumbass teenage stoner I was. Where it was like, <laughs> you know, you do like the likes and dislikes. My first dislike was onions. I'm like, Mitch, I don't think you understood the fucking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understood the the task here. <laughs> it's I think dumb. that's important <laughs> info for for people going to your page. You know, be like, you oh man, onions. Them onions. Okay, number one, got it. I now like onions so. Oh, you see, know, then that's ma- what you need to take it down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, matured palate. So for it to be my number one most disliked thing. <laughs> yeah. Boy, have things changed. Onions, I'm, I'm seeing here number seven was
2: racism. So that's weird. I so onions yeah. number one, racism. <laughs> Look, T- man, Tastes have evolved on that one as well. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Be <laughs> yeah. racist. Stop. Uh, yeah. Racism, well, uh, stop it. do you guys want to get into a little
0: round of mini topics does that sound good hell yeah all right uh brent why don't you just why don't you start us off
2: oh my god i'd love to steven uh so uh i'm you know i've been watching a new movie trilogy uh each month Mm. throughout this year the year of our lord 2023 and uh i thought it was going to take me longer uh to do this one but it turns out i was able to power through and finish a tetralogy oh Last night, actually. So, uh and I'm trying to keep on brand with the overall theme of me as August with doing like Asian pop culture. Mm. So I've watched the Ip Man tetralogy. Have you guys seen these movies? I've heard of it. I saw the first one, like I yeah. saw it a
1: long time ago, and it came out, and I remember it's awesome. Oh, really?
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen it in well, fifteen fucking years, but yeah, okay. I've heard about them though. Well, yeah. yeah. You watched the trilogy and you didn't like it. I I love this.
2: I don't watch three movies. I watch four movies. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, quadrilogy. So, uh,
2: it, it, well, it, it's labeled as a tetralogy. I've never heard that. I don't joke, know right. why. I like that. Okay. That's a dumb word. I do, too. <laughs> but I, I think like tetra means four it probably and that's why tetris is four blocks or whatever you know uh so i've Uh-oh. seen it man from 2008 it man 2 from 2010 it man 3 from 2015 and then most recently in 2019 it man for the finale and i well, gotta say this <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh i gotta say this uh series was not for me oh, so man. uh did not care for it every movie was very fucking long and tended to meander quite a bit i thought the action
1: in it was cool mitch yeah. you've seen
2: the the first one right yeah that's um, all i
1: remember is that like it was mm-hmm. the fight the fighting was cool
2: yeah yeah but. i i do think the choreography for the fight scenes is excellent Uh, And I see why people were bitching about the fight scenes in, like, Iron Fist or whatever not being good. Uh, Fight scenes in this, very good, very well choreographed, but that's kind of about it. I don't feel like Donnie Yen, who plays the titular Ip Man, uh, has any charisma at all. He's like if you made a saltine a martial arts (laughs) master in a a, a series. Um, So Ip Man is based on a real man named... Yip Man, and he was the, um, uh, these movies are a semi-biographical account of Yip Man, the first martial arts master to teach the Chinese martial art of Wing Chun, and would later become the, uh, go on to train Bruce Lee in real life. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, uh, these movies are, I I guess, very loosely based on the history of this man. Uh, I, I gotta say, the first time I heard about this, I went to a friend's house, and uh, he and, like, his sister were watching uh, one of the Ip Man movies in their living room. And I said, oh, what is this? Because he was just, like, standing there watching it. I said, what is this? He said, this is Ip Man. I said, Ip Man? No, Ip Man. And I said, what's Ip Man? And he just pointed at the screen and said, that's Ip Man. The i was like, that doesn't help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he
2: yeah. he just said like he pointed out the screen he tried to define it by itself I said well I guess I'll never get an answer to this but um, yeah I've went through I've watched all four of these movies with Donnie Yen as the uh, titular character uh, the first movie uh, is set in ni- in the 1930s it focuses on the events in in uh it man's life in the city of foshan during the sino japanese war and so this movie is kind of the it man versus the japanese and again very long uh meanders a bit he's married his i think he his wife is pregnant in this first movie and they have a child they're, they're, i don't know it's not that interesting
0: to me <laughs>
3: you seems so. Into. <laughs> I, got, oh, yeah. I got a question I've, for
0: you real quick though Brad, yeah. because you when you start these you have it in your head you want to do like you're gonna watch all these movies but when you watch the first one and you don't mm-hmm. like it is it like when you don't want to throw away food you just feel like you have mm-hmm. to you have to keep going like you couldn't switch it up to a different well, trilogy
2: well what if it gets good for <laughs> movies <to him?
0: laughs> yeah. well you're hopeful okay <laughs>
2: Yeah, and, like, you know, what other, like, Asian trilogy am I going right, to watch? we you were trying to do the math. Turns okay. out there's another one I could have watched, but I didn't find <laughs> out until I was halfway through four, so I was like, fuck, goddammit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Ip Man it. 2, uh, this is, uh, takes place after the events of the first movie. It Man and his family have escaped to Hong Kong in 1949, where It Man has opened a martial arts school, and it seems like uh, this... He, he takes in a group of students. Uh, one of his students Wong seems like he's being built up to become the villain, right? Like, so the student becomes a separate master that then challenges the mm. teacher. No, <laughs> it, there's a whole separate ass plot. Uh, so at a certain point, the plot entirely shifts about an hour through where a British boxer comes to Hong Kong for an exhibition fight and then eventually challenges it man. And, uh, The ending of the movie has a very Rocky Mm Four influenced ending, and uh, yeah, so this second movie was Ip Man versus Britain, Uh, Ip Man Three from twenty fifteen. It's nineteen fifty nine. He's still in Hong Kong, and uh, his son gets in a fight at school with another child who so happens to have a father that's also another Wing
1: Chun master. Oh, sure! Can you believe it? What um, a god! Throw, throw a, a rock god. and you just hit one. I hear, yeah.
3: I that's what I understand. That's this what pretty, I understand.
1: This is a whole other level to like when you're a kid and you're like, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> that's that's right, exactly yeah. what it is. My the, dad's the two a black kids, belt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My dad's two black belts. Uh, the the two kids are like friends, even though they like get in a fight toward the beginning of the movie. But then. Um, The other father, he becomes the main antagonist of it, man, and also starts working for the local triad leader who is, let me check my notes here, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, the human, is an actor (laughs) as the leader of a triad gang in this movie. Face tattoo still there. Sweet. Not enough makeup in the world to cover up that bitch, I guess. Uh, He plays a guy named Frank, who's who's in the movie, and he fights it, man, to a standstill. They have like a three-minute fight, and they spar and it ends in a draw, right? Because I'm, you know, Mike Tyson isn't going to lose a fight. Mm. He does get a few punches thrown his way, but otherwise he's fine. Uh Itman's wife in this movie, she finally has a storyline, finally. Mm-hmm. And I think the actress is pretty solid, but she's often given the role of just the nagging housewife. Uh if <laughs> in the first movie, uh Itman has a fight in their home and she's like annoyingly glances at him and says don't break anything and then leaves the room as this like kung fu battle goes down you know and uh then she gets pissed off when a vase breaks or some that, shit. that's
0: um, kind of cool like a, a fight where they're trying to save like all the vases around them like that seems like a jackie chan kind of thing that he would uh he's mm-hmm. like constantly fighting with one hand and like saving stuff with the other that that could be cool but that's not how it went down is it
2: nope nope just get a <laughs> blank ass face the entire time that's all it is you know uh totally uninterested oh, uh Ip Man's wife uh, Wing Sing is diagnosed with cancer in the movie and seemingly uh this gives her uh something to do as an actress right she's like going through all this stuff um but one Gets of the right final the uh, requests from her to Itman is for him to fight again and so she sits in the lobby of the antagonist martial Darts, uh, Dar- martial arts <laughs> school And she listens to them fight. She's not even watching them fight. She listens to them fight from the other room. And uh, so this movie is Ip Man versus another Wing Chun master. Ip Man 4, 2019. Holy shit, it's almost over. Ip Man goes to America. So uh, his son, his youngest son, is now uh, like, I don't know, 16 or so. Uh, and he's getting in fights at school so ip man wants to send him abroad to get him away and um give him some experience outside of hong kong so um ip man goes there to get a uh, to speak to the the other people in chinatown in california to m- help grease the wheels and make that happen <laughs> he ends up Uh, battling a uh, a military guy in the United States uh, Army. And uh, Bruce Lee, who trained with Ip Man, but we never see this in the actual movies, Mm. uh, is portrayed by an actor in this movie. He gets in fights, and holy shit, this guy has enough charisma to where it's like, oh, this is like a whole new world, you know? Even though, like, maybe it's not even that charismatic, he's got some riz, you know? Mm. So it works. And, uh, yeah, so this movie is Ip-Man versus the United States military. This movie seems like it has a fairly definitive ending for the Itman man story, just based on history. You know, like, each movie ends with, uh, here's where the story went from there, or whatever, and then, sure, they continue it. But this one, if you look at history books, you can see, oh, like, you know, he, he do, you know he doesn't live past this, you know?
1: <laughs> okay. No, that's so, where we, we send him to space in Ip-Man. Oh, man. well. yeah.
2: Mitch, that's so funny because as I was looking this up last night, evidently in this year, 2023, there was a poster revealed by Donnie Yen that Ip Man 5 is happening. So in that's space. great. I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. He's going to fight Jason X, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, yeah. Look. So that's, I'm I look that's forward to your review
1: because now you yeah. got to finish
2: it. I do. I can't. I can't You'll not do, do it at this point. Uh-huh, uh, but yeah, uh, overly dr- dramatic movies, overly long, um, and there are other versions of It Man stories that exist in different movies with different actors and everything, so maybe that's a better route to take, I don't know, but I gotta say, uh, It Man movies with Donnie and, eh, not for me.
0: No, Hard, Man, hard pass that on sucks. this. That sucks, I've heard good things, but uh, I've never really given him a shot. Um,
2: he was you should, in- <laughs> Steven, they're great. I think you'd love him.
0: <laughs> he he was, was in Rogue One,
1: I think? Yeah, he was uh, in Rogue One, and Dunian? he's in uh, uh-huh. John Wick 4
0: oh okay i
2: still
1: haven't
3: yeah, seen yeah i,
0: I think it's in past two maybe i guess or maybe even one yeah. so yeah the john wick movies i need to. i need to give it a shot
1: i just yeah i i like all of them but mm-hmm. i i just a three-hour john wick movie i still can't bring myself to do it <laughs> the new, but then there's the brent one? here watching yeah I, I still haven't seen four but then there's oh, Brent okay. here watching fucking eight hours of movies he doesn't right. like full fucking day. <laughs> damn like a, like yeah. like a job yeah
2: it was very much very much so i was i was watching them in in spurts over the past uh couple of weeks and uh just like 20 minutes at a time because that's That's kind of like i get so bored i'm like oh my god i'm gonna watch literally anything else but you know gotta commit to the bit so there it is it man one through four can't recommend these movies (laughs) uh maybe watch some fight scenes on youtube
0: or some shit yeah right on i'm I'm curious enough for that but uh yeah Mm -hmm. so uh mitch what do you got what's your mini topic
1: i'm trying to think i got a couple things should i it's a sense that i have a chance to
0: not talk about horror um absolutely mm -hmm. i wondered about that yeah you you kind of locked yourself into that right with your podcast you've said that kind of before Mm -hmm. and uh you can talk about whatever here man did you guys
1: see no hard feelings no not yet no i haven't
0: seen it yet
2: i wanted to but i haven't
1: i finally got a chance to check that out and i've been like Really looking forward to that because, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of comedies and it's been mm-hmm. a while since. I'm not one of those people where it's like woke culture ruined comedy. Right. But it, there is like we are missing some of the raunchier comedies that, sure. we, you know, used, we used to see all the time. And uh this is the one with Jennifer Lawrence. Um I believe it did like extremely well at the box office, which is a great thing for comedies. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so you, uh, yeah, this thing's got Matthew Broderick, Jennifer Lawrence, Andrew Barth Feldman. He plays essentially this kid, but he's, well, he's 19 years old. Mm. His parents hire Jennifer Lawrence to date him. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those comedies, right? right. Like it's a teen sex comedy, which we don't get enough of these days. And it was really funny. Like, uh, I still like, I really liked it and I would be curious to hear what you guys think of it, but awesome. it was weird seeing, like, you know, there's a, I'm not sure, obviously I didn't watch it because of this, but there's like a mm-hmm. full frontal scene of Jennifer Lawrence kicking okay. the shit out of people, and it's like pretty funny, but it's also like, wow, that is just something you just don't see anymore. Right, right. For, especially that caliber actor, yeah. yeah Wait, like she's fully nude kicking the shit she's out of fully someone? fully nude. She's fully nude and she beats what? up a really? bunch of kids. Yeah. yeah Yeah, that that sounds awesome i
2: had no idea
1: wow she's really funny and i think even if you see her in interviews like Mm -hmm. she can she i i really like jennifer Lawrence. me too yeah um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's really it's just funny looking at like it's like there's katniss everdeen right completely (laughs) naked on a beach welcome to 2023 um, There's Cats Kitty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that guy, uh, I've seen interviews from that movie with them together. He seems like that uh, a perfectly nerdy, charming, yeah. uh, kind of role, whatever. Like in real life, he seems that way. So um, it seemed like their their chemistry, you know, would be good on screen. I've I've heard great things about it. I just uh, didn't even yeah. yeah haven't gone to see it. So
1: no, we just we just don't get enough enough comedies in general these days right. like uh not to sound like i think it was adam divine who's taken a bunch of heat because people are taking what he said out of context on a mm. podcast mm-hmm. about how you know marvel movies are the comedies now and i'm like he's not wrong though like and that i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing but it is like mm-hmm. a thing. that's a part of the marvel universe that's what people like about those movies is that they're yeah. that's like our new our new version of light comedic fun um mm-hmm. but once in a while it's nice having these these movies like you know, like the Super Bad's and the right. American Pies or whatever. It's been a while since I've seen those, but you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah, watched I, Booksmart
0: the other day. It's some kind of thing. It's like you don't get yeah. very many of them, right? Like uh, that was still. It was like five years ago or something now. So
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's not like I don't know for me it wasn't like this is going down as an old timer comedy, right. but it was just it was a nice change of pace.
0: Yeah, I feel like they don't green light a lot of those anymore too it seems like everything's got to make like a billion dollars so they're like they're like yeah. we have to spend 100 to 250 million dollars on a fucking everything uh or it's or it's tv so it's it's nice just to see i don't know how much that one was made for uh I, I assume she also got a some bank on that but um just nice that they're able to do that kind of film again anyway
1: yeah i know it, it made a ton of money
2: yeah, that's good. It seems like a, a when I first saw the movie advertised, it seemed odd that Jennifer Lawrence was in it. Like she seemed like that would be something she would do early in her career. Yeah. Like that would have been her easy A. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yeah. But
2: it, it's like happened so late in her career. But she's very funny. Like I I remember seeing the trailer, and every time I would see it before a movie in theaters, I would laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And I but I can never remember the name of the movie. For whatever yeah. reason, like no hard feelings didn't ever like stick with me, but uh yeah i, I have interest in watching it, yeah, it yeah. seems like it would be fun
1: yeah it's 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 fun, so that's one thing I awesome. saw I got a couple others, but but yeah, spin it around a little bit yeah, we can do a
0: let's let's do a little round um I had one, we went to an actual thing in real life, not a, not a movie thing or TV show thing, but, uh, I specifically wanted to mention it cause Mitch is on. So there was a uh, shark exhibit here at the natural science Whoa. museum in Houston, and it is called, uh, sharks, the Meg, the monsters and the myths. And, uh, it was pretty cool. It wasn't, um, it wasn't as big as we expected, but it was, it was nice. It, um, you actually had like at the end, they had like a little aquarium thing. You could touch little like sharks and, and, uh, rays and stuff, but, um, they had these like huge pro- like projector screens they had like three projectors side by side that made like a big panorama aquarium essentially and then you'd be sitting there and like i turned away and a fucking kid just screamed his fucking head off and i was like what what happened and the the shark hits the screen and like cl- cracks the mm. glass or whatever and he didn't expect it and it really fucking made his day it seemed it was awesome uh and, they and also you laughed had, at him and called him an idiot yeah oh yeah well he's a kid yeah i tripped <clears> him of course i always do of course yeah. that,
1: <laughs> that kid went on to become aquaman
0: oh so i inspired <laughs> yeah. a lot that's good yeah i i toughened them up i think you could say mm-hmm. uh but they also had a uh like a life-size meg um like sculpture that is fucking like i i knew in my head like the scale of it they say they grew up to like 55 feet and ninety nine thousand pounds uh but they are like literally you could like a human a full human male could just fit in its mouth uh, it was quite a, quite, quite crazy. I haven't seen the, the Meg or the Meg two, those movies. Um, I was curious, Mitch, if you, or, or guess Brent, if you've seen those, I'm I'm really into Jaws obviously, but the Meg seemed like a little too stupid. I'm not a, a huge, uh, Statham fan either, but, uh, with that, I was kind of like, ah, I kind of want to check it out. So I'm not sure. Have, have either of you seen the Meg though?
1: Yeah, I've seen the first one a lot and I, I like, or a couple times and mm-hmm. I want, I still want to see the second one, but, uh. I had to choose between that and the one I saw last night, which we'll talk about next. um, Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I still haven't seen it, but it's one of those things, like, I was so excited for The Meg, and I'm Mm. always disappointed by shark movies. That's just how it happens. Like, (laughs) they will Mm -hmm. never be Jaws, which, you know, is the (laughs) greatest. But, like, with The Meg, I didn't, I ended up having some fun with it. Like, I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. The Mm -hmm. one, the real big glaring negative is that it's a PG-13 movie, and you're watching a megalodon like mow through a beach full of people and it's like but there's no blood anywhere
3: and like that just Mm -hmm. doesn't
1: make any sense to me it's like it seems like such a missed opportunity but the marketing for that movie just got me so excited when it came out i don't know if you guys remember but Mm -hmm. they were showing like there's like a a beach a surfer guy and it would have the the calorie count and like the nutritional information (laughs) and i was like yeah i'm all for this and like and i'm not a huge statham fan either but i yeah. do think he can be funny mm-hmm. and there there are moments in that movie that are funny um but it's i totally get why people don't love it but i do right. want to see that new one i'm more so like dude i'm looking at this exhibit here oh yeah it's like awesome dude they had a giant
0: inflatable shark out on, yeah, on the building it. like it looks like it's like a, a part that's of the, building. the outside
1: yeah oh my god you guys this, it was this cool. is gonna bring me off on a tangent here but so oh my god i, I have to bring it up though yeah so hopefully i know because brent i don't know who does it but it's so much work by the way kudos to you for doing that but when you're listening to the podcast you can like open up your phone and oh, see a yeah. picture of exactly what you guys are talking about oh, I mean, that yeah. was steven
2: steven I, found that
1: yeah i love that touch and it's like fuck that's an extra hour of work for you guys <laughs> it's actually really quick yeah.
2: yeah yeah shout out to uh overcast and and uh the forecast software is through forecast mm-hmm. right
1: yeah it's uh yeah
0: so it's pretty rad though i'm glad you you like it yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah but for this part you got to put up there's a picture of that shark through the building like you can see it's like mm. fins on the side and the shark's head coming through the building awesome. there was a high school that i grew up around that had the tail end of a plane going into the <laughs> building <beach. laughs> it it was like a saskatoon staple like everyone was like oh, oh it's, a Wal- is this, it's walter Murray." i'll see if it's up online post 9-11 no dude it's they couldn't get that thing taken down quick enough after that
2: oh my god
1: i think if they did actually keep it up a couple years and everyone was like what the fuck like this is because it was like an art project yeah and it was like really impressive until 9-11 yeah. happened oh my god it's like ooh, this this piece does not age well
0: yeah, my high school no. had
1: a sculpture of a school shooting. So, you know, it's just typical
0: things. Everybody's. <laughs> that's that's Texas, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, it was just two giant guns. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. middle of the quad.
2: Two two giant guns in trench coats. <laughs> but the Matrix was coming out. The Matrix was coming out. People didn't, yeah.
1: people didn't It was understand. called Neo and Trinity. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. trying
1: to find a picture of this fucking. Yeah, if you do, let plane, yeah, send it to us. I'm I'm
0: curious for this. That sounds
2: awesome.
1: That just it unlocked a memory. I haven't thought yeah. of that in years. It's like you remember that so Walter funny. Murray had a plane flying into the building.
2: <laughs> Holy shit! I've seen like 50, uh, 50s diners yeah. before that have cars, cars. like yeah. Yeah. driving through a wall but it's, like, high up in the ceiling or whatever, so yeah. it doesn't interfere with, like, booth space or whatever. But that is bizarre that they would have something like this. like, what if we had a vehicle crash in here yeah. and, I don't know, murder the, uh, the diners? Yeah. That'd be great. That's probably smart. That was yeah, worth that's it. That's a
1: good look was for a it. A wild time. Yeah. was I, Walter I Murphy,
2: though. were they, did they, like, uh, focus on aviation or something? Why the plane?
1: No, no it was just a normal public high school. <laughs> I think it was just, like, Weird. an art project. like. I honestly don't know the full story behind yeah. it, but I—it's just one of those very uh, Saskatchewan things. Oh, I like it! I like it so much. Uh, well, yeah, the, the, the shark one
0: was uh, was pretty cool. They had that outside, which was fun, and then inside they had the the like sculpture, which is like a like a real like legit like museum quality sculpture of the megalodon, which yeah. is pretty rad. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was cool. So um, I don't know if it's like a touring thing. It was definitely just like a, a special exhibit here, but. Uh, you should check it out if you if you have anywhere to to do so. But it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brent, you want to do yeah. one more thing? Yeah, uh, I want
2: to go off a recommendation I heard on a podcast uh, called The Terror Table. I don't know if you've heard oh, of it, oh. but uh, Mitch, both you and Boozy separately have seen a little A24 film called Talk to Me. Oh. And the, uh I got so hyped for it that uh i'm gonna go see it in theaters myself i dragged my wife to it she didn't care for it i had a goddamn blast with cool. it oh, I love number, that. number one a24 movie uh you know it, it's gonna be high ranking up there with me i i i'm hard pressed to think of an a24 movie like a modern a24 movie that i haven't enjoyed on some level um secondly very respectful of my time being only an hour and a half long oh, yeah. it's quick uh i I watched the trailer, or started to watch the trailer on YouTube, uh, I think maybe a month or two before the movie came out, and it seemed like more of a Blumhouse-style horror movie, so I was like, I don't know about this, but then I went to go watch it, and I was like, oh, shit, I see what they're doing here, and it was rad. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I do think the ending is uh, something that I would not have come up with mm. but I felt like it's uh, where the the ending needed to go
3: yeah
2: and uh, very curious to see what happens in the sequel that was greenlit shortly after Uh-oh. it had been in theaters so and we saw it I think maybe three weeks after it had come out in theaters and we went on a Saturday night and it was a mostly packed theater it was like Rock, yeah. three quarters full. So it has staying power, and man, yeah, like, Stephen, I, yeah. I think you would dig this it's movie. So Have you good. seen the trailer for it?
0: I've seen the trailer, yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard you guys talk about it yet, um, but yeah, I, I've heard good things. I did, uh, those directors were like YouTube guys or something, Yeah, right? Rocka, um, rocka. I, yeah, I I watched uh Waka Waka. Uh Britt and I watch these. I don't know, Mitch, if you do the
1: um the Corridor. No, crew. I don't watch the Logan Paul show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's well, a big thing of
1: this podcast, but Tune out for the <laughs> I, next thirty I, minutes. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Sorry, um, I didn't mean to cut you. What, what were no. they what did you watch? There's a there's a show called The Corridor Crew that's like a they review like special effects and stunt guys on YouTube and uh just like they sit mm. on a couch and review movies and talk about like how you would actually like create those things. And they had those guys on and I maybe watched a minute of their like 18 minute video. They are so spastic
1: ADHD I crazy. I was like, I can't, I watch yeah, a movie, but I can't listen to you. <laughs> I, I watched a bit of their stuff after I'd seen the movie. Cause I was like, I loved it so much, but yeah, mm. those guys are insane. Like yeah. their energy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're the kinds of guys where you're like, I can't keep up. I can't right. keep up with them. It's like, like my social battery my social battery drains watching them Oh boy (laughs) I didn't know that i I
2: went in fresh yeah yeah. they're
1: clearly like really good people like they're not they're nice like they they're i'm sure i can understand why a lot of people would like their stuff but it is like it's just too too high energy (laughs) for me yeah too much too much that's so
2: that's so wild to hear because i felt like the movie even though it moves at a pretty good pace Mm. uh i didn't think it was like manic at all mm, i thought it no. had some like quiet moments and, and it was very like cinematic and everything awesome. uh Steven, i will say one thing that surprised me is uh i you know i watched the the trailer passively i think i m- might have even turned it off uh like halfway through just because i was like eh, i don't know about this but um again the hype was real so i thought okay let me go check it out and i liked it uh as i was watching the movie in theaters I saw a couple of, like, movie logos come up or whatever. A24, of course. And then, like, the next couple were, like, Australian production companies. And I was like, mm. what? What does this mean? <laughs> Steven, this whole thing takes place in Australia. Everyone has thick-ass Aussie accents, oh, right? I have no clue. And I was yeah. like, okay, if we're going to do Australia, we better fucking do it right. And I was watching for door handles, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> so there, there's a house party toward the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. You know, regular Americanized door handles. Uh-huh. But they go to someone's house later. Uh, oh. Upper deck door handles. Fuck it, eh? Hey. So I was like, I was, I was happy. Got to represent, you know.
0: That's a thing. It's in. There's that like Christmas horror Krampus. movie. Oh, is it well, Krampus? Well, there's a there's another uh-huh. one too with like a a little kid. It's oh, like Home Alone. Yeah,
2: that's what it was. That's uh, what it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like uh, I can't remember what's called right now. It's like Home Alone, sort of, but very fucking brutal, like violent, bloody. Um, and this I know. And this little kid, and they they portray the movie as if it is in America. But they built the set. It's, like, filmed in Australia. They built the set, and nobody told them, like, well, don't do these fucking weird door handles. So they act like they're in America, but they just have door handles that are, like, at their eyeball level. And it's so weird uh, when you see it. It's, like, very jarring. uh, Because it makes no sense, especially. And I'd never heard of it before.
2: I believe it's called Better Watch Out. Yeah, Better Watch Out. That's the name of that movie. I I Mm -hmm. like that.
0: I own that movie. I I really like that Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, okay. That little kid is is fucking great in it. Um, And there's some twists and turns in that one, too. But um mm-hmm. yeah that's funny dude i'm glad that you were looking for it and uh i don't know why that's, that's so that's weird I, to me about, yeah, I love it i was like
2: okay if we're gonna do it we're gonna fucking do it right and steven if you think there's not a fucking kangaroo in this goddamn <laughs> oh, movie yeah.
1: oh yeah you're out of your
2: fucking mind dude
1: i had no idea it plays a big role too
2: <laughs> it does i want <laughs> to go does. watch this like, right now that sounds it's awesome. awesome yeah yeah that's cool. i was like man they they went all the way there so it'd be uh-huh. like if if someone in Australia was surprised to see oh this is an american movie and there was just like a bald eagle in it just like front and fucking center like you can't like if you take the kangaroo out of this movie it's a lesser film mm-hmm. i will say
3: awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a, yeah that's australians check they, it out
1: they, australians historically make such great horror movies so yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome, awesome. I, I i'm missing out
0: on that apparently um and uh this is this might be my first foray into that but uh yeah it sounds great scariest australian movie i've ever seen mad max
2: Fury road back to you mitch your turn
1: (laughs) okay um i was i'm gonna do two really quick if that's okay because like one i like want to talk about but i don't uh it's because i'm waiting for it to the new episode to come out tonight but have you guys heard about telemarketers yet
2: no. I watched the trailer yesterday. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like produced it's on Max. Yeah, yeah. And it's produced by Josh and Benny Safdie, um, mm. who did like Good Time Uncut Gems. Um, and David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are also uh producers on this thing. Mm. But it's basically mm. just like it's a documentary series that like Brent said on HBO Max that takes you into the world of like the beginning stages of telemarketers and how mm. they, you know, took took form. And um, it goes back to like some basically it's one of those things that if you want to just hate the fucking world for an Mm -hmm. hour and you want to just be angry, watch this, I guess. (laughs) It's like you're watching the way I look at It's like it's like you're watching mold grow because (laughs) to sound like a whatever, fuck these people. Like, I think they're one of the lowest forms of life. One of the lowest forms of life is a telemarketer and what these people do to people. And you get a front row seat into that. And it's like all like candid footage from like mm. the early 90s. And oh, wow. it's like watch, watching these people. It's kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street, but of heroin and meth. Um, <laughs> It's it's crazy, man. And I I like hate I it every single second of it. Mm. But I'm like, fuck, I can't wait for that next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm like it a, was surprising when I watched the trailer that they even had footage of that. It seems like oh, a, yeah. such a nothing job. Like, why would you film or document any of that stuff? But they did. And it was. Yeah. yeah it seems what, like a nightmare.
1: What you realize about it, too, is like the reason they have all this footage is because this these guys are just like they're they're highest shit on heroin and they're wow. like mm. they just think that what they're doing is so cool because they're raking in all this money and they're like look you should document this like we're creating history here and it's like congrats bro you're showing yourself look like the absolute worst right. human being imaginable mm-hmm. but they clearly just have no moral compass at all and it's very frustrating but i think it's really important for stuff mm. like this especially in the day and age that we're living in like i know people personally who have you know lost a lot of money like your grandparents have gotten sucked into this shit and it's like it's so frustrating and annoying um but i think it's important that like you know more people watch this kind of stuff and like talk about it with their families and like because you never know who's gonna get like i i can't tell you every single day i get spam calls or or some some kind of telemarketer trying to call me and saying that like my amazon card is doing this and this and this and it's like it's there are so many people out there who aren't paying attention to this and are just going to believe everything that they're right. told. And it's really sad. So I think it's important that this show exists, but it's fucking yeah. frustrating Real quick, as niche,
2: hell. Niche, do you have that uh, Robo Killer app? I'm guessing not. No, I I need that. Yeah, what yes. is this? Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah, it's just it looks like a little robot robots. head. It kills robots okay. and then uh, resurrects them and then mm. it, it turns them on telemarketers. Oh, it turns. It's called uh, Robo Killer. And uh, I've installed it on my phone like a few months back because I too was getting those calls. Get I time. had yeah. uh, like a, a, a different one installed previous, um, but I feel like RoboKiller is uh, has helped a lot. Like it's it's much more quick to uh, identify spam calls. And then it's reduced the number I had Mm. previously by quite a bit. So uh, it's it's definitely on iPhones. So, you know, this is an educational podcast now. uh, So uh, Mitch, (laughs) listeners, uh, everyone, download the RoboKiller app. I think they have a paid version of it where you get, like, extra features if you want to, like, track the number. But, like, even the free one that I use Mm. has helped stop a lot of those calls. So This is the most
1: organic plug that you guys aren't being paid for <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh-huh our, us some money, Robo-Killer. <laughs> Robo-Killer.
2: yeah just watch app overcast robo killer yeah. just like you know all of them none of them pay us i'm one and we're still hemorrhaging money
1: i'm 100 gonna install this afterwards that's great yeah. yes uh um, but yeah telemarketers bunch of horrible people awesome i uh Quick story that that
0: reminded me about is uh, in high school, I had a, a crush on a girl, like kind of early high school even, crush on a girl, and we had a like a careers class, and the teacher went around asking what they wanted to do with their life, and she said telemarketer. And oh that's when God. I stopped having a crush on her. That was what she wanted to do. <laughs> <That is> so <laughs> And the funny. teacher was so like, well, I don't really need to do much to help you get there. You could just get that job. like. Yep. that's kind of the lowest job like, you could get <laughs>
1: exactly congratulations <laughs> you start today <laughs> Man, i thought did, it was but, the weirdest fucking answer i'd ever heard i was like that just that is oh my god the trigger amazing. memory for me i'm pretty sure i might have talked about this on the tarot table but like my dad was one of those guys that carried around a video camera at all times so oh, it was yeah. like footage oh, wow. of me like it'll be like he, he, was it
2: one of those big like shoulder
1: it was like resting ones just a little bit more advanced than that for like home tech okay. like this, like early 90s. It's like it was still a mm. fucking Canon. Um, but yeah, there's like a video. I even have it saved on my phone. I'm like three years old or it was like three or four spending the night at my friend's house, like a couple doors down. Clearly, mm. my dad got a call that something happened so he had to come pick me up so he decided to grab the camcorder for this and it was because i pissed myself and it's me walking down the street and it's me doing the like waddle and i'm like and i'm crying and i just got like pits running down my legs and my dad's oh, like mitchell, dad. mitchell what happened what are you doing and then you could just hear him laughing in the background oh my god like, thanks dad but where i was getting at with that is he brought it to like our preschool graduation so this was like even younger Damn. and it was where oh, all the kids Need to go across the stage and say what they want to be when they grow up, and everyone's like, "I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a police officer." And I go up and I'm like, "I want to be a leprechaun." And you can can hear my dad in the background go, "Jesus Christ!" I've he, been disappointing he, him ever since. He heckles. He was like, he pisses his pants. <laughs>
2: oh my God.
1: Because I was obsessed with the leprechaun horror movies at that age. Oh, like, yeah. I was yeah. such a weird little kid. But, yeah, oh my God. Be a leprechaun's that.
0: great. I still believe <laughs> wow. you, can, you can achieve that dream, Mitch. You know
2: Absolutely. What? If there's anything we can do, yeah, I... start a Kickstarter, we will yeah. back it, you know. <laughs>
1: help mitch become a leprechaun <laughs> right yeah <laughs> steven is irish honestly you're I halfway get there. You there yeah yes.
0: yeah we can make that work man that's that's
1: fantastic Our mm-hmm. or wait that's pirates <laughs> not leprechaun
0: oh boy
2: never mind <laughs> shut it down shut it down
1: with went, went South, uh well you uh, want to do another one right what you got
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, i'll just do it quick so i don't know when the next time we're going to be recording a tear table yeah. Uh, but I saw a movie I've been, like, super excited to see for a long time. Now, I went to Last Voyage of the Demeter last night. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah. I was, like, yeah, I was so excited. I'm a huge fan of Andre Overdahl, the director. He did Troll Hunter, um, The mm. Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is, like, absolutely yeah. one of my favorite horror movies of the last couple cool. of years. Um, and they did Scary Stories to Tell in the, to tell in the oh. Dark, which I also loved. I Damn, just love the yeah. Halloween atmosphere. Um, but yeah, last voyage of the Demeter, this is like one of those movies that's been in development hell for Mm. like 20 years now. People have been trying to make it, I think originally, uh, who was it that was attached to, I know at one point, Neil Marshall who did like the Mm. descent and a bunch of like game of Thrones episodes, he was going to be doing it, but it just kept falling through, but it's basically, it's the story of Dracula and like the transportation of Dracula from you know, one area of the world to London and mm. it's him on the boat. And if you've seen the trailer, uh, it's basically was sold as, hey, it's it's alien on a boat with Dracula. I'm oh, like,
2: I thought it was like ice road truckers, but with mm, Dracula. Different. See,
1: that's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah. I, ice I would, road, Dracula. I would, I would I'd pay top oh, dollar to go. see that. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, and the movie stars Corey Hawkins, who plays Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that movie. I love Straight Outta Compton. Like, it's so good. And he's in Kong Skull Island and Black Klansman. He is the best part of the movie. Like, he's just very, very good in it. It's one of awesome. those movies that are you guys, do, I, I feel like I know Brent's answer, but do you guys like period pieces? Yeah. Or Not really. No, I, I dig that. I guess it depends. Uh, yeah, it depends on the movie. Yeah, it
2: depends for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm it's like how many white people are in this oh, okay All right. All
1: right. hey the the lead is a black man so i know I,
2: yeah. I and i think uh from what i've seen of the dracula in this movie uh the vampire looks rad as fuck yeah so yeah. character like design monsters. goes yeah. a long way for me yeah
1: yeah 100 percent. and like i'm a, i'm just a huge dracula fan in general like going back to like the early universal monster movie mm-hmm. to you know launch or no sorry um frank langella and christopher lee like i love all that stuff so much and like bram stoker's dracula is mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that movie the oh, keanu so cool. reeves gary oldman one um but what's and that like this whole story plays a role in that movie as well like you you see gary oldman being transported um but i like most dracula fans you've always wanted just a full movie on that boat and they give it to you with this one mm-hmm. uh, that's cool it uh, it looks really good. The boat looks amazing. I'm just a huge fan of the sea and like water imagery, which is one great thing about being on here for Ponyo and Aquaman. Like, I'm just a water boy. I'm there a, you go. I'm yeah. a cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm a cancer, you know? Like, okay, oh, that's my You're like the Bobby Boucher of podcasting. I really am. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Water is better. Um <laughs> yeah this this movie was uh, it, unfortunately it's pretty underwhelming for me. Like I was kind oh, of bummed yeah. out uh, by the end of it. Like it's I still liked it. I think I need to see it again because right as I was walking in I received a work email that completely destroyed and disrupted my oh, my uh, my attention. Um so I'm sure that played a bit of a role in it, but real realistically like what I didn't care about is i just feel like there's a lot of other places it could have gone i really Mm -hmm. like the creature design of course like i saw that in the trailer and i was like oh my god this looks awesome Mm -hmm. um but i've one thing i've always liked about dracula is like him taking different forms and different shapes Mm -hmm. and i think that they could have done a little bit more with that it's also an r rated movie and it wasn't nearly as brutal as i think it could have been oh it looked like it would Um, be yeah yeah, like, there's still violence, but I think I'm also, like, desensitized now, maybe at this point, because we see movies like Terrifier 2 where it's, like, right. relentless. <laughs> and obviously, this isn't yeah. Terrifier. It's a completely yeah. different kind of horror movie. Um, it's one I definitely... I got to see it again. I still liked it, but I was a little bit let down. Uh, but I still okay. still say it's worth, worth seeing. It's yeah, a right shame yeah. because it's just tanking hard at the box office. So, like, I want people to go see it still. Um... Because also like the sound design, like you can't, I don't know. Depending on where you live and what kind of system you have at home, like the sound is so good mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's one of those ones where I'm like, you might want to just watch it at home.
3: Hmm.
2: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah i think the same thing about like Oppenheimer, right? Like the sound mixing on that one is oh it's a, a little bit of a mess
1: yeah yeah like but then there's the moments where it's like just crazy loud and mm-hmm. but it, nolan's always kind of had an issue with that weirdly right. enough I don't, it feels weird to say issue with chris nolan in the same sentence because the guy's obviously a genius but um yeah i don't know just sound mix is tough
0: mm-hmm.
1: what if it came out years you know where the
3: sound
0: mix this whole time he, yeah. just, he just he was playing it off and just he was like i didn't know what i was doing honestly guys i'm so sorry you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah no i love that I'm like doing, did doing you do the best get, i could yeah the only nolan movie that i like genuinely genuinely hate is tenet i don't know if you guys watched it like i just thought the movie i just i could understand, understand that yeah yeah but like there's mm, a hilarious video there's a hilarious video on youtube of someone like all right i subtitled uh, tenant, so everyone can understand what they're saying, <laughs> yeah. And it's like the scene where they're like, they, it's like at the beginning, they run into they're, everyone's wearing masks because he's also always oh, got to cover of people's mouths like this, right. like with Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. and make it. It's like, can we make it even harder for the audience to understand? Yeah, <laughs> and like the all the subtitles, just like muffled noises, muffled <laughs> noises. <laughs> 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 but, uh, it clarifies so, things yeah la- last thing about mm-hmm. uh last voyage of the demeter though, was david mm-hmm. dashelman is in it do you know who yeah. that is he's yeah like, yeah he's Dude. polka dot man and the suicide squad oh dust mulchen mm-hmm. yeah and he's he's one of joker's thugs in the dark knight um, yeah he's in mm-hmm. oppenheimer as well he's a the guy in movies yeah 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 and mm-hmm. dune he's just he's got to be one of the biggest actors he needs to be like we gotta yeah. we gotta oh, get this i love this, him yeah we got to push this forward because he is so good. He's really good in Demeter as well. Awesome, yeah, that's he makes good.
2: comics too. Oh, what?
1: yeah, oh. yeah, that's right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's always typecast as like the creepy weirdo. Right. Like that's what he plays in Prisoners, which is what the first movie I think I saw him in. Oh yeah, he's like the one. Oh, they like, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's the guy who did, has all the snakes. Did he play Wolverine?
2: Was he Wolverine in that one in <laughs> Prisoners? No.
1: <laughs> oh, no oh I get it Hugh Jackman okay. <laughs> I was like what the fuck are you oh, talking my god. about You're like, I think Brit's thinking about a different movie here yeah mm-hmm. uh, no, but, oh my god and there's so I, yeah and I saw Demeter with a buddy and it's like the whole thing is you know eventually they find out that they gotta stop the boat before they get to London because they can't let him out and uh, once you give that a thought for a fraction of a second there's an easy there's an easy way to finish this and i get uh-huh. that it's a movie and they gotta make it a movie and make it entertaining but it's like it was so hard the last like half hour i'm like just just fucking wait till it's daylight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Open everything. laughs> we're, we're watching all these people like burst into flames and oh yeah i don't want to well that's the thing it's not really a spoiler if you know the story of dracula right it's just, like, yeah, this is just a part of it and yeah. that's the mm-hmm. other sorry i said i was i keep saying last thing um but mm. no i was just so excited about this movie right and they really tried they're trying to set it up for a sequel that we already know is never gonna happen now because it's got like kind of lukewarm oh, reviews sucks. and it bombed really hard and uh
2: well i was looking it up as you were talking and it seems like they did go ahead and release a poster he's gonna fight it man uh, oh. it's gonna be an it man five oh, last versus... voyage of the demeter two <laughs> <laughs> dracula and it man squaring off okay
0: so Brent's gonna see it day day one, obviously.
2: Well, I kind of have you to have now. To, yeah, yeah. You, you're locked mm-hmm. in. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah, that's sucks, though that it wasn't quite quite what you wanted, though. I, I I it seemed like people online were really excited about it. I thought it would have done better too, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm kind of like I don't know if I want to see that in theaters or not. I guess uh, I don't I yeah. don't go to a ton of movies in theaters, so I've been trying to trying to make better on that. But um, like the hand if, one, what was the other? The talk, talk to me, talk to me. That's in theater yeah. still, I mean, right? Yep. If
1: you're mm-hmm. gonna go see a movie in the theater, go see "Talk to Me."
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like, it was fun. Yeah, right mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm still curious for it. Uh, I also am a not a huge Dracula fan, but I always really like that uh, that Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Like you said, is is uh, I put that on my list. I was like, yeah, we're, my wife and I've really gotten uh, we're we're sick of summer, we're really gotten into Halloween spirit already, so we're we're starting to watch our stuff, and that has like a good kind of creepy gothic vibe to it. Um, yeah, that sounds oh, like be dude, right, right right now. There's so. a-
1: there's another one I should have talked about, but I'll I'll just tell it to, like I'm not going to fully review it here because mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to do for our next episode. But if you're looking for a movie that's going to be great for like the Halloween spooky atmosphere, have you heard about Cobweb yet? No, no. Uh, well, briefly, but, but yeah, I don't really know what it's about. I just heard the title. It, it's it's a movie that was just like it went to the theater for like a day and mm-hmm. just died, and then now it's <laughs> uh, now you can rent it and it's coming out on Blu-ray. I've watched oh, it twice. Lizzie Kaplan, like yeah, Liz- Lizzie Kaplan and uh, nice. Homelander oh okay uh, yeah right <laughs> and uh anthony star yeah, no yeah dude that that's a movie like I, i'm not gonna say that it's like you know the, the next like it's not talk to me uh but mm-hmm. it's fucking really fun and the oh, halloween cool. a, the halloween atmosphere is through the roof on that thing uh i remember seeing the trailer i'm like well this does not look good <laughs> and <laughs> then i i heard it that it was decent so i watched it and then yeah now i've watched it twice like oh, this cool. week Yeah, Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, We're going to have... There's a uh, real hot demon in that one, too, Brent. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now I'm turgid. let's go. (laughs) Um, We're
0: going to have Cobweb's pod, uh, Daniel Epler, on pretty soon. We're going to try to have him on episode. So uh, when I first saw it, I I think it was on your... Your Instagram, maybe recently, I saw cobweb. Someone and I was like, "Oh, is it like he did something? Is it part yeah. of his thing?" I was like, "Oh no, it's a different thing." But now I'm like, I, I've been here a lot of cobwebs lately, and and he gets me yeah. in the Halloween spirit as well. So,
1: uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, Daniel's cool, the man. best. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. That'll be a great episode.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. uh Well, I definitely I do want to get to the movie, but there was one movie. Uh, like our main feature and everything. There's, there was one that I specifically was wanting to talk with Mitch about briefly, and I don't know if uh, Brent has seen this. I don't. I haven't heard you, Mitch, talk about this on your show, so uh, I, I had opinions about it. But Brent, you mentioned A twenty four movies and how you like mm-hmm. m- most of them, right? They're they're always pretty amazing. Uh, there was one that I was really pumped for. I heard really great things, and I was not into it at all. And that is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I've not watched it yet
1: what is it's you, on my list yeah mitch uh tell me brief we, thoughts what What do you think about that movie we did it we did an episode on that one and i okay. uh, i i it's, think
2: it's in my queue i'm waiting to watch the movie before i oh, listen there to you it go. Yeah. Okay, it's mm-hmm.
1: one where i can 100 percent understand why people wouldn't like it like i think i liked it at the time but it's one of those ones that like right as soon as i finished it i kind of forgot about it gotcha forever. right so um but like it it has its moments but that's yeah. not it's not overly like my kind of it's not really my gem it's, it uh, also doesn't really feel like an a24 movie it didn't to me
0: um I, yeah. I really was so it was just like a really weird experience uh essentially why i didn't like it is it it felt like i I don't really have a problem in general with gen z uh mitch i don't know if you consider yourself oh, gen z n- no right yeah, Millennial, no but i know what you
1: mean you're you're just watching horrible people it basically yeah it's like this movie made
0: me hate Gen Z. <laughs> like yeah. they are so annoying and that's kind of the point. Uh mm-hmm. it is su- supposed to be about how they're just like social media influenced and like I don't know like uh Pete Davidson in general I don't really understand the appeal. He he's I, I liked him on SNL but I I don't really get him and uh they all seem You'll to like You'll love him that. in the new
2: Transformers, Steven. Oh, there I'm you. telling you. Yeah, you
0: liked it, right? From that. Oh yeah, he's one yeah. of the Transformers, yeah. isn't he?
1: Mirage yeah there you nice. go. yeah he's
0: like the main he's character
1: when you said uh, I still yeah, I still haven't yeah. seen it, but hearing you, uh you're excited monkey it. robots in <laughs> yeah. it Mitch well, why't you go Brent, see it? it was it was your <laughs> review on this show that got me to I was like, maybe I actually will watch this there you go cheetor <laughs> cheetor yeah rat trap <laughs> i was a I was a beast wars kid, oh thank you, you. Probably like thank then. you, yeah, you get sure. it.
0: Yeah.
2: this guy gets it but uh <laughs> anyway steven yeah back to you. this
0: one i yeah i just i i ended up reading about what i stopped like halfway through i ended up reading what happens and then i kind of just fast forwarded to see that and then i was like okay uh i just it really uh did not click with me i haven't had a movie not click with me like that in a long time like this wow bad. okay uh I, and i don't think it's like i'm not even saying like don't watch it or anything i'm curious for other people watching it and i will definitely go listen to your episode about it uh because I, I would love to hear a deeper conversation about it so
2: is it supposed to be satirical
1: uh, yeah ish, i guess ish. yeah, yeah it's, it's
2: like okay
0: it's like it's just like a a bunch of people go to have like a hurricane party at a, a really rich house. It's a bunch of like rich people, College so that's part too, of it too. Yeah. They're like douchebag, like mm-hmm. rich douchebags, sort of. Um, and they treat some of the people that come in to to the group. There's like a new girl who's like a girlfriend of another one, and she's like a she works at like a GameStop or something. And they're just like, oh, GameStop, okay. And it, they're just like they're just like <laughs> look down at everybody, and they just have like they're all just terrible people. And uh, and over the night, they someone gets murdered um and then they start to suspect everybody and one by one it's they're, they k- kind of keep dying sort of like a slasher thing but it's uh and the, the bodies 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 pile up but it just did not work for me uh yeah so i mm. wanted uh, to bring that up when mitch was here because I, I figured you would see that uh, i will definitely go listen to that that terror temple episode i'm very curious so
1: yeah i can totally yeah. totally understand why that movie's so divisive and like i said like i think like for me it's just right middle of the road like i was right. like just teetering between do i hate it or do i like it <laughs> there like, you go just okay. right in the middle that's good i uh, had cause... a feeling you were gonna love it for some reason and then i was like no. i really don't understand so yeah, yeah I'm i ended, I that. ended up yeah i definitely ended up liking it mm-hmm. but i haven't thought about it much since i saw right it on. so well it did not have much staying power
0: yeah yeah exactly uh it only did for me because it was so bad to me frustrating yeah uh, yeah frustrating yeah that's a good way to put it it, had, it was a frustrating watching experience for me mm-hmm. uh, luckily it's on like paramount plus or showtime or something like that so i was able to watch mm-hmm. it um you know without like going to the theater or renting it or whatever because uh, i try not to leave a movie if i'm in a theater but um this one i, I might have i don't know uh, it really didn't work for me but um yeah so let's uh let's go ahead and jump into our main topic what do you guys say let's, let's go for it let's see so uh today we are continuing on with our Mia's August. Uh, all the Miyazaki movies and we are reviewing Ponyo, which I believe was 2008. Um, yes, so this was a, a more recent one. Our, our list was kind of created using, uh, rotten tomatoes, kind of the best reviewed ones. And then our friend Allison had helped us out, but, um, I've been kind of liking how I don't know what's coming up. Uh, and, and they all jump around in time. Like we're not doing it in any, you know, kind of chronological order from them being released, but, um, yeah. So this one, again, I didn't know much about, I did, read the description before i watched it to help me because that was part of my issue with some of the other ones um and uh yeah and it kind of uh helped me kind of understand it better and uh, I ended up really liking it mm-hmm. so I'm definitely excited to talk about this with you guys today uh, this will be a non-spoiler section for for 10 or 15 minutes and then we can get into spoiler, spoiler territory but uh, Mitch I, I definitely wanted to get your you, you said like you've been re-watching these movies and I was glad to hear that and see that on Letterboxd but uh, I'm curious of your history with the uh, Studio Ghibli movies and and um, yeah uh, the other ones we've mentioned or whichever ones are your favorites all that kind of stuff so what do you got
1: yeah so like it was i think well, let's look at here it was when the animatrix came out do you remember this like mm-hmm. I, this is going somewhere um okay. <laughs> yeah, the movie like the animated and anim- matrix movie came out and i remember i rented it and took it over to a friend's house when i was like i had to have been like 10 or 11 and I was just like, all hyped on it. And I'm like, it looks real, blah, blah. blah. And then my one friend was like, yo, we got to watch Princess Mononoke. And I was Ooh. like, what the fuck did you just say to me? What were those words, that, <laughs> those words that just came out of your mouth? And you showed me the cover. I'm like, there is no way I'm going to watch this. This stuff's for babies. Like I was like, this looks Uh like like I'm I'm eleven. I'm past this shit. I (laughs) don't watch this kids' movie. Because Disney
2: uh put out Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Right? So that was that was like a a Disney film, essentially. Yeah. As far as we were concerned, yeah.
1: And I was just like, I could not have been less interested at that point. I was just like I was Mm -hmm. at that point, even at that age, I was watching horror movies and I was just like, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really watch kids' movies anymore. Right. And Mm -hmm. then he put it on and I got sucked in, and it's now like one of my favorite movies, maybe ever like it is I love that movie so oh, much awesome um had no idea how brutal it was, like yeah. you know the arms like you guys talked about, it. you did that whole episode on it, which was great um, but yeah, I just like I really fell in love with that movie mm-hmm. and then after that, I started like I went through a phase and especially. After that, and then in high school, I didn't tell a whole bunch of people about it, but I did become, like, a pretty hardcore anime kid. Like, mm. I had, like, a binder of burnt anime movies, like, all pirated anime right. movies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I had to hide those when the girls started coming over. So I was like, "Can you imagine if they saw that I had Ninja Scroll on the TV?" I was
2: going to ask if you ever watched Ninja Scroll. That was a big hit for me back yeah. in the day. Oh man, that, that movie is kicks so ass! So
1: brutal too, like that I, one.
2: I keep looking to see if it's streaming somewhere because I want to watch it with Steven on this podcast. But yeah. uh, it's it's not. Yeah, I don't yet, know about that
0: so.
1: one. I've heard of it, but oh my god, yeah. it's, it's so wild. But it's also mm-hmm. one of those ones where it's like you know, and you're the whole like your parents, the you, you'll be watching a movie, nothing bad is happening, and then your parents come in at the raunchiest <laughs> sex scene or something. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, there's yep. a scene in Ninja Scroll. I'll never forget my mom coming and being like, what the fuck is going uh-huh. on? <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, was, I was into like Yu-Gi-Oh! And I know like I was, like I got really into Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was younger and you know, obviously Pokemon and all that stuff. But then, uh, yeah, Princess Mononoke just changed my perception on all of it. And then oh, I got awesome. really, really into it and then I completely fell out of all of it probably around 18 years old and didn't pick anything up again Mm -hmm. for a while and then uh and then yeah I went I started going through like the other Miyazaki movies Ponyo was I think the first one I watched after Mononoke and uh yeah like I I like I like all of them Mm -hmm. all the ones that I've seen there's still a couple blind spots but uh but I don't know. I think I was expecting like everything to be as gr- brutal as Princess Mononoke. It's and so that's different. Clearly not. Yeah. yeah, it's not the case at all. Uh, I will say like I I like them all, and I understand why everyone loves Spirited Away so much. But I'm much like you. Like I think I like it definitely more than you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Spirited like Spirited Away is probably like the third or fourth favorite, and it's gotcha. but it's still nowhere close to Mononoke for me. Right. That
0: one just blew okay. me away. Totally like you, yeah. I'm I'm glad we watched that one first as my introduction to all of these movies because yeah. it just I still I want that's the one I want to watch again the most and I'm I'm still trying to wait uh, in between. Yeah, and no, you got to.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, in terms of Ponyo, like you know, obviously it's now just become kind of a thing that I'm into water. <laughs> I'm into yeah. underwater stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I love the, like there's the imagery in this movie is so beautiful. It's like so delightful yeah. to look at. And uh it's just an absolute marvel to take in mm-hmm. uh how someone was doing this all by hand and everything. Like it's just you know, mm-hmm. they they don't make them like they used to. Right. Yeah. It's I don't it's know if that crazy. answered your question.
0: No, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your history and I love how you kind of got into anime and all that. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the favorites. So um yeah, Ponyo for me, uh this one I liked so much more than Spirited Away and I, I really do want to revisit that one. I think it will grow on me, but um this one I, I feel like after watching this one what I got away from it and and this story essentially is to to lay it out with non-spoiler territory there's a a little boy named Sosuke who's uh, with his mom and his dad is like a ship captain uh, off in the sea a little fish a magical fish goes up on shore he finds it they become best friends kind of fall in love and then she wants to become a a human girl and and live with him and um there's something just very magical about this one My, my what i really realized after watching this one why i took to this one more than spirited away was the spirited away girl was really annoying she was like an annoying kid in the beginning who becomes a good kid and like goes on this adventure but i really liked sosuke he he reminds me of specifically one of my nephews, Grant. He sounds kind of like him, uh, funny enough, but also just like the curiosity reminds me of my nephews. And um, I think that that really kind of – it was a big hurdle for me with Spirited Away. But this one I was instantly sucked into it, and it's so gorgeous. Um, the, the the animation in all of them is obviously uh, outstanding. Yeah. But um, this one really, yeah, I just I had, a, had a blast. I finished it this morning. It was, again, like a, it was nice to watch it as sort of a Saturday and Sunday morning cartoon. And I was just really – really into the world and i think this one in particular is the one i would love to show my wife i think she would like this one and uh i would love to show my niece who's like three years old i think that she would be into this one some of them i think might be too much for her but this one has a simple story and um she loves the little Mm -hmm. mermaid which is is like a kind of taken off that that story so she she might like this one too i would love to show it to her eventually but yeah Mm -hmm. brett what
2: about you uh, I like this one as well. You know, I like it. all of these movies have been uh, various levels of hits for me. Um, one of the biggest differentiators for Ponyo is that the art style, like you mentioned, Steven, is uh, more unique than some of the other Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think all of his works are very like detailed and very um, you can feel the hand of the creator of those movies sure. crafting those films. This movie's no different in that way, but I think the. Uh, lack of cell shading in this movie is a nice touch, and it uh, yeah. the the brighter pastel esque colors they use in the movie uh, kicks ass as well. My favorite thing is probably the backgrounds, which mm-hmm. all appear to be made with like colored pencil or something yeah. like that. And then when you put the uncell shaded characters in front of those textured backgrounds, it's just like eye candy to me. Right. So I like that. My I guess my biggest complaint is like the character design of Ponyo when she's a fish mm. like it doesn't look like anything to so you're me not, you know you're not
1: sexually attracted to ponyo
2: <laughs> no i'm saving i'm saving myself for rose unfortunately uh so you wait uh, till you nothing... see
1: totoro my friend
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's next week oh, i got oh time i got time yeah she is it's um, weird yeah
1: all of
0: his his animals are weird they have like human faces and stuff oh my uh, god I'm glad they, mm-hmm. the, one of the old ladies mentions that she's like afraid of a tsunami being like started by this creature or whatever but uh it's it's different but i ended up really liking it once i accepted what all the her sisters are as well like the way they look it's mm-hmm. it's so different but all of his stuff is so weird and uh yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm totally with you it's kind of strange
1: well it's like in spirited way too like you guys talk about like the just wall-to-wall people and creatures and like the big mm-hmm. head like the witch lady and everything right. like everything's just so exaggerated but have you seen like the original artwork that this story was based off of like uh Mm-mm. Because this was inspired by Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale, The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, a real, the real story, they have, like, illustrations of, like, what the mermaids actually looked like. Mm. And it is closer to Ponyo than it is, like, uh, Ariel from Little Mermaid, obviously. Oh. But the thing is, like, they look like they're straight out of nightmares. Like, I almost <laughs> right? kind of wish, I kind of wish it would have looked darker. I understand why they don't. Like, he's trying mm. to make this for kids and everything um but yeah it's it's a weird design but it's mm, like historically yeah. accurate it's one of those things where it's like okay, mermaids aren't real but are we going to say it's this is more <laughs> realistic as to what it they're supposed yeah. to look like it's like says fucking who right. we're talking about mermaids
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know like when i see ponyo like i didn't watch the movie until uh like yesterday mm. and it wasn't until like i've i've seen the poster uh, but I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought it was some type of, like, sea creature that has legs. But I I, I didn't know what I was looking at mm-hmm. with Ponyo's design. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, it's a that's a fish. Huh? It looks like uh, a toddler that put on their dad's, like, red T-shirt and was swimming yeah. around or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, it doesn't have fins or anything like that, no gills. But it has hair, kind of a human face. But if you take that version and put it in, like, a 3D space i don't know what that would look like it mm. just seems kind of like uh like made in squiggle vision or whatever yeah. back on those like uh that uh tv show it's like a cart or maybe an adult swim squiggle animated vision? show called home home movies Oh, uh, okay uh or yeah like dr cats was like that as well where it's just like like the line work was real squiggly or whatever uh it just didn't i didn't know how it would work mm-hmm. uh didn't seem like there was like bones or innards to Ponyo until she becomes like a little girl Mm -hmm. and then I was like oh okay I I see how I have like a frame of reference for that but like when she's transitioned like midway she's got like chicken (laughs) Chicken feet and stuff (laughs) and and like her eyes are like too far on the side of her head and she's got those weird like nostrils I'm like what this is horrifying. Like that would be a terrifying thing to see at the end of your driveway at night. You know, you're taking the trash <laughs> barrels out and then you see like well a halfway Ponyo out there.
0: Yeah, in real life that would <laughs> <laughs>
3: <I> love you.
2: <laughs> let's Jesus let's Christ.
0: hug, sure. Yeah. Oh, no. Get the fuck away. Holy shit. Um, um Should we uh, move on to spoiler uh, territory? Ex- yeah, absolutely. That's what I was gonna suggest as well. Oh yeah. So here be spoilers. So um yeah, obviously we all hated this movie, so uh <laughs> let's rip into it. Yeah. Um I I think this one was uh I, I read a review uh, a brief review from Roger Ebert and he said and, and obviously in one word this movie's just magical and uh mm-hmm. it obviously has a lot of magic in it but that's really what I took away from it. It was so um colorful and and um mm-hmm. just a beautiful story. I I really liked all of the the waves, like when when the dad would send, like the wizard would like send the waves to go find them, and they had eyes and stuff. I thought that was such a mm-hmm. cool way to do that, and uh, just the way they interpreted like that whole wizard thing, um, I thought was really cool. Um, I I it, he reminded his design was different than everybody else's um he has like a like that big hair like crazy hair and stuff and like a really like pointed skinny face and all that um he reminded me of an old movie that i used to watch um called the last unicorn have you guys ever seen that oh, movie Oh
1: god yeah a long time ago yeah, yeah that movie scared the shit out of me i don't know it's what it was so scary kids animated shows that just fucked me up yeah well that one too is i feel like
0: what i remember it is very dark um i would love to revisit it i haven't seen it since i was a kid but uh, my parents are my, my whole family used to play poker all the time. They'd get together and extended family. And that was like one of five VHS tapes that we had was, was uh, the last unicorn. So I saw it a ton growing up, but um, I was like, man, it really reminds me of that kind of art style. And I looked it up and it was created um, as a, a, an American production um, of a Rankin and Bass. It's a Rankin and Bass film, but mm-hmm. it was um, drawn. It was animated uh, by, a company in Japan that uh, also did um Nausica and and the Valley and the Valley oh, of the Wind. Yeah. Uh, they ended up becoming Studio Ghibli, the artists that made The Last Unicorn, created... They're the artists that that Miyazaki brought over and created Studio Ghibli. So I was, like, floored by that. We had talked last week with Sanchez about, like, our first experiences with anime. I didn't realize Last Unicorn is kind of mine. And... Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's I awesome. Kind of for all of us if it was really, really young for us. So I yeah. thought that was really wild that that's... It reminded me of that, and then it turned out it's actually related, so... Um, i thought that was really cool but um yeah what do you guys want to i don't have any notes for this one i kind of let it just wash over me again but whatever you guys Mm want to talk about
2: um but i'll I'll just say like this one you know it's a miyazaki movie right away because we see the opening scene with the various ocean life and it's immediately amazing it's so full of life he could have cut like any number of corners i'm sure like all the animators that he works with wish he would, you know, <laughs> no, no, but right. he, he's he's not going to cut that shit out. You know, he's just filling like every scene with as much shit as possible while telling a clear story. Mm-hmm. And later in the movie where, you know, the, the, the town floods and we see all of these, uh, all this aquatic life has washed up on shore. And none of it is like vicious or like hunting Sosuke or Ponyo. They're just, like, simply swimming, and it's, like, some uh, prehistoric-looking fish and shit are swimming around. Like, there was some research that went into a lot of these designs, and uh, it all looks great and it's uh, just incredible matter of fact anytime we see water especially if we're above the water and looking at the water surface the way light interacts with it uh, it's like hand animated Uh, there's some cell shading that comes into play there but it's like so tedious but it's uh, to great effect it it was Mm -hmm. uh, worth all of them uh, breaking their hands and getting yelled at (laughs) by uh, Grandmaster fucking Miyazaki
1: yeah Yeah, he's such a perfectionist and you can just tell in every one of his movies and like this is easy Easily, like the most beautiful animated water mm. i've ever seen right. and it's like mm-hmm. yeah the entire movie is just so like so jaw-droppingly gorgeous and like mm-hmm. i like you said i love all of like the different wild like the all the all the fish and the detail that they put into them and watching Ponyo like dance on them and ride the waves like she's aquaman oh, yeah. you know maybe one day <laughs> player cards right uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's it's just so gorgeous but uh are you, do you have you guys ever dabbled with mushrooms oh man i wish but not yet someday oh. only
0: on a pizza brother
2: it's
1: okay. <laughs> you know? like this we, and you we live in a time now where you don't need to just take a risk on some street mushroom <laughs> like you, <can>, you, <laughs> you can order like micro doses and just take a yeah, couple but like that. my god this this is the movie to do that for oh like, yeah that's it awesome. so del- it's so delightful other than liam neeson looking like uh, david bowie from labyrinth <laughs> 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 the only difference is we don't see his dick flying around the whole time. I don't know in the last. Time I know, he some I know. Labyrinth. that's,
3: that's oh, yeah. probably why Top it takes
1: him
2: so. There's a little like fish that have to like prop him up and lift him up out of the water. You know, it, yeah. it takes so many of them because they're weighed down. They're weighed down by the uh, heft of his dick. Mm, you the know dangus. It's still like dragon. It's like an anchor. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's just so stunning. But like that's like even you you were saying like the amount of detail he puts into this stuff. Like I, I can't remember if you guys talked about this on the show for Mononoke, but like the opening scene or it's like in the first 20 minutes where like the boar is getting covered with like the demon.
0: Uh, uh you know
1: no. what I'm talking about? Yeah, right. they, yeah, you guys did Yucky. talk about because 'cause you're like, yeah, it, mm. it's fucking gross. Right. But it took them like seventeen months to do that just one scene. So like Miyazaki he, he even said that he's like there was a building beside their studio. There was like a huge office building that was completely demolished, burnt like down to the ground, rebuilt, and then refurnished. And then the whole like a team of workers went in and got in and started working their jobs in that building in the time that it took them to animate that one scene. It's like, we're not living. And now you can go on a website and type in three lines and not to (laughs) make it about AI, but it's like fucking (laughs) scary, dude. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But like AI could never do this. Like there's, there's just no way. There's no way, and there, there'd
0: be no heart. I really do feel that way. Right. Uh, whenever I, I see some cool shit that AI's done, and then the moment I, I hear it's AI, I'm, I lose all interest in it. It just yeah. Yeah. doesn't mean anything. And um, I saw the other day there was something, and at least in the U.S., uh, one of our, it was like appealed and the, uh, a court upheld that uh, AI created artwork can't be copyrighted. So that's like gonna play a role in the, the strike and stuff because if they're not able to use that you know, to, for their like Hollywood oh. works. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll keep going up the chain, but, um, yeah, it's such a, a gray area, but th- that's why I love these movies so much. It's like the, it's the love of animation and like wanting to make these stories and put them out in the world that they're mm-hmm. so beautiful and, and to see what humans can do, you know, what our fellow humans yeah. can do and make these beautiful stories. That's why it's, it's so magical.
2: Well, speaking of what humans can do, this is the first movie we've watched in Mia's August that has the voice cast announced like yeah at the beginning of the movie so i was like mm-hmm. oh shit i had no idea tina faye's in this and matt matt damon <laughs> matt and uh you know some uh, liam neeson of course um, yeah 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 tina faye uh,
3: so
2: <laughs> yeah like i i heard it but like also i kind of just got lost in the movie mm-hmm. didn't really think about it for stretches of time and then it kind of came back to me but her character lisa the mom oh my god i thought she could get it right <sighs> she yeah oh, absolutely yeah. i was i was about her whole thing <laughs> just like her being annoyed i'm like okay i got one of those i can do this yeah
0: <laughs> yeah
2: i can make this uh transition happen pretty easily she, uh, you know
0: she had a good design i'm definitely down with that she did
2: mm-hmm. She did. Uh, I like that she worked at a nursing home. Yeah. Uh, it's. It, I feel like he places his characters in such uh, unique locales, but they're very realistic, you know, and all of the the life of the older ladies that uh, reside in that uh, retirement home. Uh, they, they had such personalities, you know, right. I, I recognized Betty White's voice mm. immediately, yeah. like, even mm-hmm. without seeing her name at the beginning credits. I was like, oh, that's definitely Betty White um but yeah man i i was uh i was into it the the whole time uh i i uh fucking dug it um yeah. i'm just you know petering out here so <laughs> no it's Anyone it's, else it's, it's awesome
1: it, it's really good and like that's not to ke- i keep on bringing it back to mononoke because that shows how much i fucking just love that movie right but right i will say if there's one we should record an episode on that steven <laughs> just note that one if there's, if I have like one criticism for that movie, like the the only thing is what Stephen brought up, it's uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I love Billy Bob, and mm. I think you guys are fucking psychopaths. Bad Santa One and Two rule. Uh, love, I've never
2: seen him. Oh my never god, I
1: love him. those movies so much. Like that, was, I was like screaming at my phone when you're like, you're like you guys you. were shitting. Up. Yeah, I was like, shut up. Like, uh, I'm also like maybe the only person on earth who saw Bad Santa Two, uh, mm, mm-hmm. but I really like that one too. But I like cruel humor anyways i like yeah, billy it's bob cruel a lot. Humor. yeah yeah i like billy bob a lot but like that's like the only voice casting in all of these that does kind of take me out of it gotcha. like like with ponyo i wasn't thinking about of course liam neeson every once in a while like you, you just can't mm-hmm. help but get sucked into the story mm-hmm. and like the yeah. world that he builds with all this mm-hmm. um but like i'm a big like this is i think it was dave roberts that said too where it was like uh these movies like you can watch them dubbed or mm-hmm. uh or like how they were originally intended but i'm like they put so much effort into the the american dubbings right um mm-hmm. that it's it's not like watching a dub for you know fucking something i can't it even man. yeah yeah <laughs> the exactly. it man
2: dubs were pretty i pretty can only imagine
1: bad. yeah like mm-hmm. that's a yeah, yeah that's a good example but like yeah. the voice cast yeah. is so good in ponyo across the board Mm -hmm. I was looking up for the development because it's so interesting because it's like obviously
0: it's Miyazaki's film and and there he's direct wrote and directed it. But then it comes to America and then they have like a director. I think it was uh, John Lasseter. They said that like directed the American version, but it's essentially just like the voice like or, you know, like the writing of like the words. But um, one of the names that came up for writing the American version was uh, Melissa Matheson, I think she um, wrote or co-wrote E.T., so they have like and then like Uh kathleen kennedy and frank marshall were producers on this one so they're like spielberg uh, people going way back and um just the quality of people even bringing it over here uh was amazing and then one of the things i read about this one too is it had like the it was the like a huge release compared to the other ones they said like um princess mononoke and like spirited away like opened on like tens of screens and this one opened on like 800 screens or some shit in america like, yeah it finally had blown up and that's what's so surprising to me too is i i don't know why i didn't ever watch these they always looked interesting the the covers are always cool but i it's kind of like since i never watched one like i never had a friend drag me to to watch princess mononoke and just be like you'll just watch it and you're gonna fucking love it um yeah, it's probably so racism i missed too. out do up <laughs> it's
1: probably racism too <laughs> uh i know how you, you're far right boys <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'm sorry
0: we're all about that on the
3: show hey, january 6th
2: we're far Listen. right and far <laughs> south so give them oh yeah that's right Steven. we have an anniversary give coming an anniversary. up <laughs> it's just around the corner special episode of eltas oh man uh speaking of uh problematic i guess yeah. uh ponyo is not kosher she goes right for that ham you know she's mm. like well look you know
0: you guys like are going to take
2: care of this, you know. So,
0: I like ham generally, like but actually, lately, it's been uh, not my favorite.
1: Yeah, like I like ham and pineapple pizza. Fuck all y'all! Pineapple is great on pizza. That's also. Like, Thank the, you, Mitch. Yeah, like awesome. I'm on most, board with this Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I don't know. I've never been a ham guy. And like mm. a quick story about Jesse Sawitzky. He like uh. There was a time in my early twenties where I put on. I was like 275, 280 pounds. Like, I was a big boy. Wow. And Jesse fat really? shamed me into losing 80 pounds. <laughs> um, so that was like, thanks, I guess. But it became like a tradition where he would like, anytime I'd go to the bathroom, we'd be like at a party or something. He's like, he would announce to everyone that I was going to rummage through the the canned ham that I keep just oh, <laughs> stocked right. up under the under the bathroom sink. And so, like, friend? do you think? Is this, did it help you? Yeah, Is this- yeah 100%. It's tough love. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said, Saskatchewan builds men. There um, you go. Yeah. But and for my birthday ham. for years, he would get me a can of ham. Oh and I'm God. like, I don't even fucking like ham. <laughs> like, it's a hilarious, <laughs> hilarious <laughs> roast. But I'm like, it almost makes it funnier that I'm like, I hate ham. Like, I don't like ham. Britt would have That's had him so eat it too. He wouldn't waste that food. So, yeah. Yeah, All I'm really
2: years. not that big into it either, especially since there are a little like pig friends, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. adorable. So I've and those are our away parents, from it.
1: If spirited away, taught us anything. Exactly. I, uh, mm-hmm. that really
0: takes you out of it. Uh, my wife gave up pork a few years ago. Um, she pretty much only misses bacon. Like if I make bacon, like that, that smell, she's like, Oh God damn it. It's the only thing I really miss. But, um, lately for some reason, ham like sandwiches and stuff haven't been as appealing to me, but, uh, we're going to Italy soon and apparently everything in Italy is like pork. It's like a lot of uh, mm-hmm. pancettas and, mm-hmm. and whatever and prosciuttos and stuff. So she's like, I, I got to give up on that. So I'm hoping to get some like quality stuff. I think the American deli counter ham is probably not like that. The pressed, you know, canned yeah. ham type of stuff is probably not the best. But uh, yeah, man, Ponyo is all about it. I love that her dad, too, is like, you had their food and she's like that's like her one thing she she gives that lady sandwiches later on and and uh, so hey was is like she ate all the ham off of it like she really yeah. fucking loves it yeah. it's so funny
1: i did laugh pretty hard about like that's something that disney movies are missing is they don't have lines like did you drink your blood ponyo mm-hmm. did you drink the blood <laughs> so yeah fucked up miss it out yeah
2: mm-hmm. for sure uh um, yeah. yeah like the the healing factor that she has that can uh, heal other people or whatever yeah that was that's was interesting um yeah so she likes ham and she also you know human blood mm-hmm. her, go, that's maybe kind of her maybe we thing.
0: we need to put those together and that's what we would all like ham maybe maybe she's
1: she's trying to tell us something here
2: yeah wait in last voyage of the demeter does dracula like ham is that is there some crossover appeal
1: there mitch mm, i don't think so i didn't see any ham but the yeah that, that because he ate it all that might have been it Mm-hmm. That might have been it, and he ran out of ham. That's why he started eating the young ones. Yeah. I do, I, like, I appreciate any time a movie kills a child. And, oh, uh, yeah. I got a full star in Demeter. That's awesome. one of those. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Big fan. Uh,
2: well, going back to, uh, to Ponyo, uh, why is her name Ponyo? It's just, like, a name that Sosuke came up with. Does it mean anything? I was kind of confused by that, because her her actual name... Uh per the wizard is Brunhilde. Mm-hmm. But he it just doesn't uh,
1: doesn't work as did well. Did you read the, the wiki about this,
0: the, the wiki page for this one? Because they they explained no, why at hadn't... least Miyazaki came up with that. Um they had talked about he had some ideas to make a, a movie like this. He visited a village um, for like a few months, I guess, and lived there and got to know the culture and the people, um, a village like on the coast, like on a cliff like this. Um, and then he described Ponyo like when he came up with that name, uh, at least according to this, it said that to him it was um, like an onomatopoeia for like soft squishy. So that's like oh. what he thinks of for her. Um, one of the things I think was interesting too is um, every once in so a while I, I watch the dub versions, but I'll I'll kind of turn on the the Japanese version sometimes because I'm like the the names like said in, in a Japanese voice might be Mm -hmm. different um and Mm -hmm. it seemed like the same i listened to like the the song at the end it was what i really listened like the credit song i wanted to hear how they sang that because it seemed like a really weird (laughs) translation to me uh it's still sasuke sasuke and ponyo like that's what they sound like it's it it sounded pretty much like that to me um but i especially his name it doesn't doesn't look like Sosuke to me it looks like susuke and then i was so when they kept saying Sosuke, i was like are they just americanized but as far as I understood, like and heard it, it that's what it sounded like. But I wonder, like, Ponyo mm-hmm. to me doesn't sound like an onomatopoeia for for a soft, squishy thing. But I'm like, oh, but and to him, it does. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's just a name. She kind
1: of looks, she kind
0: of looks soft and squishy. I can totally get that. Yeah. I just, uh, I like didn't that. think of it, you know. Um, you know, I had to read about like why he came up with that, but uh, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I dug it. I I didn't know the title going into this. Again, like what this was supposed to be about. I didn't know that was going to be her name. Yeah. Uh, I I kept seeing water, and I was just like, "It's a
1: pond, yep. So that's yeah. <laughs> I thought that's all it was. Oh my god! I did not piece that together. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're on to something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I think that's what it's supposed to be. So yeah, yeah. And the whole movie is about environmentalism and blah right. blah yada yada yada. Let's keep destroying the world
0: i love yeah. the uh the message he always has about especially mm-hmm. like there's a wizard in this that used to be a human and he keeps just being like fuck humans the whole time and yeah. uh and rightly so they have that scene where she gets caught in the net like it's just pulling up a bunch of bullshit that we've all dumped in the ocean um and it it really uh kind of sucks uh uh it wasn't me i didn't do fucking shit i was I not a part of that shit. at the uh at the,
3: shit.
0: at the shark exhibit the other yesterday they had um like sculptures of jellyfish above, like hanging from the ceiling, but they were made of plastic bags, and I was like, "That's really weird." And I, I finally saw on the wall they described it. it was an art installation made of plastic bags found in the ocean, and it's called Riptide, R I P Tide, um, which was uh, oh, wow. kind of eye opening, which <laughs> wow. is crazy. So we started talking about the uh, the trash island. Um, there's like a huge, mm-hmm. huge trash island, and I think in the Pacific Ocean um and we want to take care of it and stuff but uh my sister-in-law sarah big podcast sarah she uh our ceo mm-hmm. she um said that they she saw scientists the other day found like wildlife has started to grow they're like a coral like they it's become like an ecosystem so now we don't know what to do with it it's like a trash oh, no. but it's supporting Holy life shit. and i'm just like oh fuck like that's not that's not the goal you know so yeah <laughs> so
2: we're over here like worried about AI, yeah.
1: but then we've got <laughs> new life being created on trash. Right. Yeah, this it, is all a shit. mirage. It's all a mirage to keep yeah. us focused on one thing while the trash monsters take over. <laughs> there you go. They're yeah. coming for us, Damn. man. for sure. Keeping us it distracted. Was a ploy.
2: Yeah, fuck. I knew it. Speaking of monsters, uh, there's a little girl in this movie where Sosuke he has the little green bucket with Ponyo in it. He shows one of his classmates Ponyo. And the little girl says, "That's the most boring goldfish ever." It's like, bitch, he's got a, she's got a human face. Yeah, you fucking idiot. She's wearing a dress. Are you stupid? Sort of. this, that is the moment. Like that would, I would have to stop my life if I came across a fish with yeah. a human face like that. Wait, do you remember what? that uh, that Dreamcast game, Seaman?
1: Man? Do you ever, oh, have you ever boy, seen that? boy, do I ever? Oddly enough, oh, I'm literally. I'm paying attention to the conversation, of course, but I have a Dreamcast game up on my computer right now, <laughs> <laughs> like a YouTube, because I was searching up Ponyo and it ended up on a Dreamcast. There you go, that's awesome!
2: Holy shit! What, what? In that game, there's a. Uh, it starts out as like a tadpole oh, or like a little like caterpillar or something, and it it morphs yes into a fish with a human face. That's if you saw that in the wild, that, fucked, that would man. ruin the rest of your life. That's that's that would like you would not be able to recover from that. That's pretty that amazing. is the it shit was I was talking wild. about
1: like that's what they originally like looked like um oh yeah yeah like the mermaids dreamcast Mm. what a system
2: yeah brent was all about that one yeah you
0: always talk about that yeah
2: yeah what can i say i back the losers you know
1: (laughs) no dreamcast is the new metal of video game consoles (laughs) (laughs)
2: accurate accurate
0: statement oh my god that's amazing
2: it might as well just play Roland as you uh power that bad mm. boy on, you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Just yeah, nightmares. that could have been the
2: soundtrack. <laughs> uh let's see here. I'm trying to go through my notes. Um Is Ponyo a stalker? No. Oh, yeah. That was kind of oh, my yeah. thought as <laughs> I was watching like, this, right? Oh, yeah. Like she's she's very quick to say I love you mm. to Sosuke. She's like love very, very him. early on. Mm-hmm. That two way what? She's
1: love bombing him. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's, and, a, it's a, uh, like a like thing. Her, yeah. He
2: doesn't really like her. Maybe. Her first her first words to him are, I love you. And then, uh, eventually, as she gets swept back into the ocean, she turns human to re-bond uh, with Sosuke, tracks him down, mm-hmm. you know, runs on those waves that are actually like fish but are actually waves or whatever, on cars, or to like chase the car, right. in a very like stalkerish fashion back to where he lives now you mentioned you know? it. yeah
0: i can mm-hmm. totally see that i mean like she literally floods his entire town just to go see him uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: some That's people like to danger. be chased if i can't have you no one can <laughs> yeah. uh
0: i wonder though i uh i do i love that the whole idea i i a lot of these movies they don't understand all the time what's going on uh they're so mm-hmm. again like magical and stuff it's just kind of like you just have to go with it but um i liked like the the moon kept like crashing down and then they have like the satellites crashing i thought that was such an interesting idea like her dad is trying to keep this balance um and then you know she's like throwing things out of whack but and it's all over you know the love for this boy um yeah it's kind of beautiful
1: yeah that's something about miyazaki's work too for like closing thoughts for me is uh i noticed that like i'm such a i'm just kind of trained to do that now at this point i've always liked finding the deeper meanings behind the movies and like Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't need to do that uh mm-hmm. you know for the most part filmmakers don't want you to think about that stuff like that's what makes it kind of subliminal right um but with Miyazaki's work I always find myself especially in like Spirited Away the first time I saw it I was like spending so much time trying to be like but what's he trying to say here like what, right. what what's the like underlying message here like with Ponyo it's so black and white it's environmentalism take care of the ocean and the ocean will take care of you like that's like mm-hmm. the message but Spirited Away, I was, like, so, like, lost. And I think that that affected the first viewing I, that I watched it. That's probably but the me thing too. is you, yeah. can, you can also just turn your fucking brain off and look at the marvelous shit that's on the screen. And just follow a wild fin- fantasy story. And... Uh, totally. Yeah, that's what I really love about his work. Is you can do... But Ponyo's definitely the easiest one to access, I think. I think, like, out yeah, of I all of them... That. Yeah, maybe that or, like... I, know, I don't think you guys are doing Kiki's delivery service. But that one's pretty, like... It's pretty simple to understand mm-hmm. that one. It's just a I'm excited fun, for delightful one. adventure.
0: Yeah, that one looks really good. Um, this one, I, I heard Kiki got shut down because of Amazon. So
1: Bezos, <laughs> oh, that motherfucker's at
2: it again, put her out of business. Yeah. Uh, if you style yourself to be Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. art, can you really be the hero of your own exactly. story? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about, Jeff. <laughs> You know, you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, always listening. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the little, like, tiny toy ship they have in the mm. movie that later, like, gets uh, expanded Embiggened. in size. Mm-hmm. uh I thought that was kind of cool. I've never oh, seen yeah, anything like that where you, like, get a candle involved and, like, it, it heats up the water and makes it go or whatever. Yeah, that was I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah. I don't know if anything like that exists in real life here in the States, but I guess maybe it's more common in uh, the coastal areas of uh, Japan. I don't know. Yeah, it was a
0: cool boat, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I had never seen it like that either. And I was like, I, does this work? I want to see one. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I want to look that up now and see.
1: But yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. The um, for, moral for, of the yeah. story is do mushrooms and watch Ponyo. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. That sounds fantastic. That's your advice from a Canadian. <laughs> i'm watching that like i have the trailer up here like to the side and it's like yeah goddamn, this movie's just so gorgeous
2: yeah you know i think i the first time i saw a poster for this movie i guess back in 2008 i thought it was like oh i wonder what ponyo is <laughs> huh, that's weird anyway iron man's coming <laughs> out let me sink yeah. several decades of my life into that All right um my uh, my final note here is that uh it has kind of an abrupt ending mm. where uh you know the 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 main threat is resolved but uh ponyo ends up kissing sosuke and then turns back into human permanently like mid-air and then it just like cuts right there like their faces yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. That surprised me too you want you want the sequel you want to see what life on life on the shore looks like for ponyo don't you oh yeah well
2: i my whole thought is like do they just love each other as friends because it seems like it's romantic but that's gross yeah because one, it's like kids like they don't fucking know these fucking idiots yeah that's why they're kids because all kids are idiots we can all co-sign on that and if you're a kid listening to this fuck you sorry uncle brett had to break it to you
3: (laughs) fuck you you. you you're
2: fucking stupid grow up yeah, I didn't. Think Why don't you go hop on the Demeter, take yourself for a little ride there? You know,
0: I think the uh, the be sequel a shame to this if someone pushed you. Oh, <laughs> I think the sequel to this would be, uh, you know, like like Pornhub is is just flooded oh with like God. stepsister porn. Where's this
2: going, Stephen? <laughs> Stephen,
0: where's this going? Flooded with stepsister w- porn. His mom tells her mom, "I'm going to take <laughs> care of her. They're going to grow up as siblings. Oh, they're no. they're living together. Oh no!" So I, I think it's See, a general human love, and perhaps eventually could be romantic love but uh mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's yeah just whatever yeah, just for, the, for, for the first time in my Are life you... i'm gonna go no comment <laughs> i
2: Fair thought enough. you know maybe like in later in life you know they're they're like early 20s and uh Panyo gets stuck in the dryer uh-huh. again and then sosuke has gotta come right. up in there and be like <laughs> you know let me boat. help you out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there you go
3: it's small but it's again. weird because
2: like they're so so young and i imagine like most people you're gonna like have multiple partners before you find the one or whatever. I uh, do yeah, what if he didn't I, like her. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> Later on. Year two of them yeah. like being together in the house, he's just going to be like, oh, she's fucking annoying. Right. Or maybe she is that to him, and she wants to go out and live her life, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah she misses the Hanks scene. Hangs out
2: with Blue the dinosaur from Jurassic oh, World. yeah, that's a good, that's a sequel. That's it. what I
1: want to see. Ponyo, mm-hmm. the college years. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, that's what we want to see absolutely man a
2: season of Degrassi devoted oh. entirely to Ponio.
1: did you just say Degrassi
2: is it not Degrassi, Degrassi? It's Degrassi Degrassi, Degrassi.
1: Degrassi. Degrassi.
2: <laughs> is it Degrassi
1: it's Degrassi Degrassi, Degrassi. Degrassi. I've that sounds bad yeah, yeah. 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 it out. gave you Drake so you're welcome oh man um, yeah uh, final thoughts
0: for me you're basically just yeah I really liked this one uh, I'm gonna try not to rank mm-hmm. them against each other I still think, uh, like, like Mitch was saying, uh, Princess Mononoke, I think, she just really stuck with me. But um, I really liked this one. And uh, as I said, I think this is the first one I think my wife would really like and my niece. And mm-hmm. so um, out of out of a lot of them, I think this one was, was one of my favorites. Uh, I'm definitely excited for yeah. next week. We're doing My Neighbor Totoro. And we should have another guest as well for that. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, I, I've just been really loving all of August so far. This is a whole new world, and it's been beautiful. So
2: can I just say that I've said a lot of dumb things on this podcast, and you know, basically all of them. But I feel the dumbest for saying Degrassi now. It's like I don't know. I've only seen the word like written out.
1: And honestly, after you said, after I said Degrassi, I'm like, maybe it's not that. Maybe oh, it is pronounced- <laughs> You fucking get on for it, and you're like, I don't even it's fucking like, know, man. It does sound dumb. It's a
2: it's an Italian Canadian co-production. I love it. Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: spaghetti
1: Well yeah. uh, Mitch, do you I want wanna, you wanna plug some of your other stuff you got going on? Uh yeah, just if you want to see our film, The Druid's Hand, it's on YouTube. You can just search it up. It's on the awesome. Scream Fest YouTube channel. You can watch the whole thing there. It's a real feel-good flick. Mm-hmm. Um and it, we'll hey, be... man. Hey, man.
2: it is to me, <laughs> brother. Hell yeah. yeah, dude.
1: And uh other than that, we got some we've been doing some fun episodes on the tarot table. If you want to check that out, we talk about horror movies and Melf Manor um sweet <laughs> the two yeah uh, yeah we do that and then what yeah we i don't know what we got going on i know we're gonna do an episode on cobweb and cool. another i can just announce like another series we're gonna do a couple episodes on like revenge horror oh, okay. um awesome. so that's gonna be the oh, next okay. series so like i'm talking like i wanted to use this as an excuse to talk about the crow like we've never mm. talked about the crow on the podcast awesome. there you go that would be a fun one um mm-hmm. so yeah we got that going on and Sweet. other than that you can follow me on instagram that's where i'm most active i don't really use anything else cool awesome well yeah, yeah it's always
0: a blast having you on man and uh your podcast is great that that short film is great so definitely go check out those things and uh thank you for for being here i'm i'm yeah. kind of sad now we didn't have you on for princess mononoke but uh oh, this was this was a, this was a blast in- too
1: there's no way you could have known that I was like a big fan know, of that right? one. Like I never, I never get to really talk about the stuff, but uh, right. yeah, I've been enjoying your guys' this whole series. Oh, that's right, uh, It's been solid all the way through, so I'm looking forward to hearing the conversation on Totoro. Sweet. And uh, thank you for inviting me. It's always a blast. You guys are some of my favorite people to talk oh. to as well. So thank you, dude. Uh, it's always you guys are like one of the only people that can get me up uh, at 8 a.m. on a <laughs> Sunday. We <laughs> appreciate your efforts, absolutely. Absolutely. Mitch. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Then working with us yeah
1: i just like that i'm like well this is a good way to tell that you guys aren't alcoholics because you guys <laughs> get up this early in the morning uh, and it's like,
2: no we're just like acclimated enough to where we're like oh we just we've been right. alcoholics for such a long time oh, and yeah. We're recording in the mornings it's just part hard of the schedule morning. you know
0: <laughs> really yeah. oh my god that's i just funny. powered through it I had, a, I had a mcdonald's breakfast that that's my i did the here. same thing
1: hey what'd you get yeah. I uh, got the bacon English muffin. Okay. The hash browns. Man, McDonald's hash browns are my favorite. Oh, my God. It's, uh, oh, okay. Oh. I thought
2: you were going to poo-poo yeah, them. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, no, they're, I they're love great. those motherfuckers. Oh, I love that,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Man, bonnet. Yeah, yeah, got an iced coffee, and uh, I always gamble it with a breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah? <gasps> I love them. Yeah, they're I love good. Them. They're good. But yeah. sometimes they're bad. <laughs> sometimes
2: uh, sometimes they, they can be bad or a little bit too much, and you get some slop in your belly.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know? you get a real slop in your belly. You get that Rangus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys know Rangus? No. Hot, that? hot brown rain. It comes out of You got a real slop in your belly. Oh, my, oh my God. God. A, God. You guys gotta watch, Enjoy your breakfast. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You guys yeah. got to watch Dr. Steve Burrell. Have mm. you ever seen Steve Burrell? <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to put this in the chat. You guys can watch it afterwards. All right, sounds good, man. Uh, Well, it was a blast having
0: you on. Um, As usual, if anybody wants to contact us about these movies or anything else, the info is in the show notes. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Uh, Five stars is always appreciated. And please tell your friends so more people can find us. Definitely come back next week as we finish out Mia's August with My Neighbor Totoro. And uh, we're really looking forward to uh, to watching that. And then after that, I'm going to keep going. I'm not sure which ones I'm going to watch after, but uh, I'm definitely excited for Kiki Delivery Service and a bunch of them. So they, they all sound pretty great. Mm-hmm. So uh, anything else uh, for you, Brent?
2: Yes, I was just going to say, Stephen, your episode on the nudist colony oh, yeah. came out. It's episode thirty-one point five. I I edited it like a month and a half ago, so <laughs> you I don't remember can. It? If it wasn't for the notes I took as we were talking, right. I would have forgotten entirely what we discussed. Uh, but it was a fun conversation. So oh, listeners blast. of this show, go check that out. Uh, it was fun. Stephen uh, admits that he was a former band member of Corn, mm-hmm. and uh, it all just kind of goes know. from surprise, there. Surprise. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: We do have fun with religion on there as well, so you
3: know, yeah. Enjoy. All the things we
0: always talk about, yeah. So definitely check that mm-hmm. out, and uh, yeah, come back next week yeah. for my neighbor Totoro.
1: Can we say yeah. that uh, I, I'm going to be on the next episode of Nudist Colony? I didn't know what, Yeah, well? if you want yeah. to say that as well, before. Yeah, yeah, if you want to, Brent, like we're we're talking Woodstock '99 later today. Oh my god! Yes, okay. yeah, I'm excited the, for that
2: train wreck documentary. I yeah. I stayed up into the wee hours of the morning last night uh also a little, a little drinking you know for papa you know, yeah. we gotta do what we gotta do and uh uh yeah it was a, truly a train wreck i had no idea like i i know from my memory of just living during that time you that never, was a
1: mess this was a first but, time watch re- okay sorry we got to talk about that yeah. here, the other podcast but, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, let's just keep it going yeah.
1: get ross on the line man let's yeah. do this let's let's do it yeah i
0: look forward to that as but well yeah. man yeah i think that'll be mm-hmm. a blast to hear you guys uh, i loved the episode that you uh you guys
1: were on the terror table so um that was we get, Yeah, we get uh, a lot of people like uh whenever they talk about the show to me they bring that one up. Oh, buddy. It's like the the episode of Ross and Brent came on for house on haunted oh. or, or fucking Dracula <laughs> Dracula whatever, 2000.
2: 2000, 2000 yeah like, queen, queen of the yeah,
1: that was yeah, a fun yeah.
0: episode. That was an awesome yeah, episode. No, that was be fun. Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, 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 definitely check that out. Uh, um, all the podcasts are, are awesome here. So uh, definitely check them all out. And uh, come back next week for My Neighbor Totoro. And until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And I'm Mitch. And let's talk later. <laughs>
2: Seriously, give Rose my number.
0: She's not real,
2: man.
3: You don't know that.
2: How dare you? He's he's right there. All right. I just think it's Mitch the whole time. All right, so let's record on three. One, two, three, record. Oh, I thought
1: I was supposed to say something at the same time. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there.
2: No, just burping until the microphone works, actually. It's perfect. Totally cool. Uh, Mitch, uh, we've mentioned it before, Stephen and I. uh, On air and off, you are one of our favorite people Mm -hmm. on the world. And uh, one thing that I love about you is... Is on your podcast, the Terror Table. You often bring up that you are the child of divorce, much like myself. And I wanted to run this by
1: you. So, uh, as was, were you very young when your parents divorced? Nine years. I can't old. remember. Nine years. Nine old years. Old. It was nineteen ninety nine. The weather was cool. I was watching She's All That, and uh, my my dad decided to come into the room and tell me that my parents didn't love each other anymore. It was during it's the like, beach beach scene, the Freddie Prinze Jr. <laughs> He familiar. walks in there
2: and he asks what you're watching and you're like, she's all that. And I say, He's or like, Your dad says, I I got to tell you, son, she is not all that. And uh, that brings me to my next point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's all that really. Uh. So do you feel this some sort of way about that movie now?
1: Oh, big time. And yeah. especially knowing. Did you guys know that M. Night Shyamalan like rewrote that script? Like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Like he did like the Stuart Little movie, like the first live action one. Weird, um, oh, but apparently, wow. yeah, he was hired. It like just came out a couple of years ago that he was hired to like punch up the sheets, all that script, and I'm like, oh, that God. is that explains the <laughs> twist where you know she when she doesn't have the ponytail anymore. Oh, she's yeah. now yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's an endgame twist. This whole time we just didn't know it. Yeah. Wow, damn. Yeah, no, yeah. My grandma took me out of school to see that movie in the theater, so that wasn't the first time I saw that movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. My grandma used to like, come to town and like take me out of school to take me to movies that's awesome and so mm-hmm. like i saw like the water boy with her which was pretty good uh i think she pretended she did yeah but she definitely didn't i'm trying to remember there was one movie that we saw together that she was just appalled uh, <laughs> i can't remember uh yeah opening up a can of worms like yeah that's pretty awesome though yeah. uh
0: my grandmother never took me out of school to go see a movie but that seems pretty amazing Especially for the grandma's got to
1: ship up or ship out. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Listen, Granny, my, my body's grandma's way cooler than yours, man. Yeah. She's, she, like, comes Look, picking uh, me up and now as an adult. Are you, <laughs> trying to me to are you
1: getting a divorce, Brent?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, real quick, speaking of grandmas and ships, uh, my grandmother took me to a viewing of Amistad. Back in the day, Ooh. it was like a summer watch. That's it was during the day. So different. And, uh, like, Look, yeah, Brent, see,
1: this is how white people ch- fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Brent, this is a valuable lesson to learn. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Um, but no, no, no. I, I bring it up because I am astonished anytime I meet a new person my age whose parents are still together. Like Stephen's parents yep. still together, right. as weirdos. far as I'm aware. I put it in a call, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so I wondered if you have that same reaction. It seems so weird to me. Like, my default is, oh, here's this new person. I wonder what trauma they went through yeah. as a youngster. Because mm-hmm. my parents divorced when I was, like, six. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, it's just, like, baked into me. Oh, yeah, every marriage is problematic in mm-hmm. his headed for a landfill it's an
1: outdated construct you guys i'm trying to tell you that's why i'm single as ever over here baby (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i know i really hope your guys' marriages work out that's (laughs) (laughs) you're like i'm not rooting against you or anything yeah right right yeah no it is weird um i know a couple people and uh whose parents are still together and i'm always flabbergasted i'm like congrats like your parents right. are just suffering together they're just like well, <laughs> yeah. it's just may as well, it's always the catholic guilt too like no, a, lot yeah. of the, a lot of the ones that i know who are still right, together right. it's like they're well, not allowed yeah yeah
0: not allowing themselves yeah i, mm. I there are times my parents will bicker for like months on end and i and i feel mm-hmm. like maybe they'd be happier but uh i think my wife even showed me like a some clip the other day of some really fucking old people like in their 90s some couple and they were like why didn't you just divorce them because they were really like getting into it and she was like i i don't have time to train another one like i spent 40 years <laughs> on this fucker i'm not giving it all over now. you know right you know, like, yeah
1: at a certain point i think you're just like well you know it's cool mm-hmm. yeah you just got to accept accept misery that's yeah. what life is all about that's what life's all about <laughs> yeah Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this um, because, Mitch, I knew you had a movie that was associated with that. I couldn't remember which one. But I was Mm -hmm. thinking back. I remember a a point where arguments in my home were so intense. We had this little, like, it was like a, a wooden magazine uh, rack mm. in our trailer that we lived in. Not to brag, I've lived in a few <laughs> trailers in my time. And uh, I remember looking down, and there were, like, I don't know, a couple of magazines and newspaper, and then a VHS tape of E.T. And mm-hmm. Stephen and I mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. re-watched that for right. this podcast yeah. a, a few months back. And I was like, how come I haven't had this in the rotation throughout the years? And I think there's some, like, deep-seated shit in my psyche oh, yeah. where it's like E.T. equals bad time mm. uh relationship stuff it's a divorce uh, to me. movie too it, it is, is it's a divorce
1: yeah. movie and it has like mm-hmm. the most upsetting scene of all time maybe like with Et e. just all like you know gibbled up in the, in the <laughs> fucking dirt when he's dying <laughs> yeah and elliot's like oh god it's so heartbreaking it is like, a yeah. hundred times and i mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it's a divorce movie men divorce movies were huge in the 90s so i guess you mm-hmm. would have been yeah that would have happened in like the 80s but uh right like Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, oh yeah, man. That was they had some time.
0: fucking. They get into it in that movie. It's dark. Their fight yep. is like,
1: Freaks yeah. Me out. So I don't know. Like, did your dad ever maybe think about cross, you know, dressing up as an old woman to try and save your family? Wow, I didn't. I
2: didn't think, think about, about that. that. Let <laughs> me ask my uh, my maid Sylvester and see what. Uh, <laughs> What is this?
0: What if you had a, a maid for all of these years, and it's like you didn't know as your dad, but he's really been around you this whole time? Wow. Yeah, that'd be quite amazing. <sighs>
2: yeah.
0: What do you think of my new skirt?
1: <laughs> I'm a strong woman.
0: <laughs> Man, that's a good role too. That makeup, it's fucking fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal. Still holds up. I feel
2: that was like, intense. Yeah, like where the uh, the dump truck or whatever rolls over yeah. it in the street. And it's still like kind of hangs in there. It's fucked up, but it's not as fucked up as it probably would have been yeah. in real life. You know, they should have put it like leather that way. face.
0: Yeah, leather face. <laughs> that was like the anniversary of the other day. That, that's a oh, unknown there's too sequel. much fucking
1: shit on me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god! I tried to watch that to...
0: that remake, that new one. By the way, mm. I I'm in the middle uh, of it. I what? I haven't finished it. The Netflix one? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the new remake. Uh, of- okay. The Texas
2: chainsaw D- that's
1: Oh okay. <laughs> I was like Mrs. <laughs> was like,
2: it was a prequel moi- to, the- to both.
1: Like what a weird play to remake <laughs> oh Mrs. Doubtfire in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, mm. uh, a little different now. Uh, yeah. I know that that new they- Texas
0: chainsaw that's like about gentrification, yeah. basically. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand this. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't make it oh, through that's so not far. Great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought
1: it was all right. Yeah. Like there's moments, whatever yeah like when it's like when it's violent it's fun yeah
2: yeah on the bus that bus yeah, scene that bus is pretty rad
1: and i like mm-hmm. how leatherface a lot like i like the design like he looks yeah. disgusting in that movie it's just the yeah. story i guess like it doesn't it doesn't feel leatherface like it doesn't feel like them and uh yeah in a weird way it just feels very much like you know someone copying off the homework of halloween <laughs> right, halloween right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like yeah leatherface he's uh he's michael right it's all yeah. the same yeah, And they just bring Sally back just to fucking destroy her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Spoilers for that scene. So. Yeah. Oh, that's all oh, right. Yeah. I don't know where I've, <laughs> i have It's been like a month like, since I was in the oh, middle okay. of it. I don't even know. I don't remember much of it anymore. I, the bus scene you guys uh-huh. mentioned, I'm not sure if I've made it to that yet. Uh, that's the one where uh, I'll, the I'll kid the he holds
1: up a phone to Leatherface and says that he'll be canceled if he takes another step. Oh, and wow. And then Leatherface pulls out the chainsaw and just murks them.
0: Okay,
2: uh-huh. that's pretty nice. Yeah. I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. But but Leatherface did get canceled as well. He did. So, yeah. That's, that's the price you pay, you know? Right. Rest in, in peace. this day and age. <laughs>
0: yeah. You got to go. It's it's because he used a gas. Exactly. Gas it's terrible fire, for the environment. Chainsaw. Yeah, you need a electric now. You got yeah. to get a chainsaw. <laughs> <up.
1: laughs> that Leatherface learned nothing from Ponyo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly.
2: I think it. in the next uh, Texas Chainsaw sequel, he's actually got a battery pack chainsaw oh yeah but like mid murder he has to change the packs out and it sucks like he's just sitting there he's like he's got to plug it into a wall and then he's like he goes to europe and he doesn't have the right like doesn't have the right like plug in so he has to go to a store (laughs) buy an adapter he they don't accept american money it's got a a whole whole exchange rate thing yeah leatherface abroad
0: That sounds kind of nice. Yes.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, he does a thing where he, he steps off of a double-decker bus into the heart of London, and then he spins around one way, the camera spins around the other, his arms <laughs> wide open, you know?
1: Oh, man. I've always wanted that. Like, that's what I want from another Texas Chainsaw Massacre is start using, like, a chainsaw realistically. Like, you know, those Ooh. things can't, like, they get j- caught up on shit. Oh. So imagine, like, cutting oh, yeah. through someone's neck, and it's just like, it will just keeps getting jammed, and he's trying to pull. <laughs> Pull the, <laughs> right, yeah. the I thought you meant he was actually
0: corn. using it for wood. Like he's just like I'm not yeah, here to man, murder. That would... Yeah, exactly. I'm just a lumberjack. It's fine. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> 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 used to be this... Paul Bunyan. Yeah, they they do that in the. I think didn't we talk about it on an episode of Slumber Party Massacre? Did I can't remember if we did or if you guys you guys like saw we... the remake? Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Like yeah, we
0: did. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I maybe I, I heard everything. you
1: guys talking about it, and I know we talked about it a lot, but like there's a that the thriller killer in that movie right There's so many funny moments where he's like <laughs> the cord runs out of slack <laughs> he's right. go plug it in.
0: <laughs> i would like to because if you used a battery-powered chainsaw of some sort it would be like quieter so like the sound design mm-hmm. the movie would be totally different like you couldn't hear him coming around the corner as
1: well It'd just be like nee, 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 instead of like you of it, silencer on it. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't be as menacing. Yeah, a little, a little, little lawnmower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Stuart little lawnmower. That's hey. what it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Night Shyamalan.
2: That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the scariest possible. His his uh, original name was M Day Shyamalan, but he's like mm, not scary mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, yeah M- change it up. M Night. There we go. Mm-hmm.
0: Did we have a sync word that came out of that? I uh, yeah.
2: I don't know. <laughs> mm. Electric chainsaw? Much like a chainsaw blade. I feel like our, our tires are spinning here. Mm-hmm. So uh, how about Chainsaw Divorce? How about that? Uh-oh. We'll just bring mm. everything in. That's a good title, Sounds too. Good. Let's do it. All right. Chainsaw Divorce to Sink. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Why? Oh, my God. Brent? I think my audio track <laughs> stopped.
3: <laughs> Where did
2: it fucking stop? Uh, At 11.12? Wait, hold up. Well, that's been a while. Oh, it's like uh, 30, 30
1: seconds? What kind of rookie establishment is this? Listen. I know.
0: Hold up. This hold. is This is only our 317th episode? Yeah. So by 600, we're really going to get it down. Don't worry, guys.
1: You're close. Yeah. Halfway
0: there. Well, that's all right. We've got the uh, the
2: Zoom recording is still right. going. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Did you
0: want to just start yours and
2: then try to match it? Yeah, up you can, you can? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, here, let me uh, move over to this dumb fucking thing. Piece of shit. I don't even so know what go.
0: happened uh, here. Mitch, you were asking about what we used to record. GarageBand fucked us over the second we told you about it.
1: It's just yep. because I'm here. Yeah. It happens, <laughs> like, something about technology is always fighting back against Damn. me. There That's we so go. Rude.
2: All right. Good goddamn. God okay, so I've got that uh, got that going. Evidently, so all right. So ch- chainsaw divorce <laughs> on three. This is going to be great. That doesn't suck all the air <laughs> out of the room. All right. So chainsaw divorce, chainsaw divorce. divorce. <laughs> to sink on three. One, two, three. Chainsaw, chainsaw divorce. divorce. All right. Excellent. It rolls off the tongue. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Goddamn lutely.
1: How about if I say a word and you guess what it means? Let's try that game. Dangus.
2: Vegas. Vegas no. is a
3: city. Dangus.
2: Dangus. I'm not sure
3: what dangus means.
1: Dangus means you're front naughty on uh, a man or boy where your milk comes out of your dangus. Mm-hmm. That's one point for me. One point. Next word. Rangus. I don't
2: have any idea Rangus what it means.
1: means when you make hot rain out of your bottom. Oh. If you get a real slop in your belly, then mm-hmm. you make hot brown rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Is that similar to diarrhea? <laughs> Two